everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Ungrown Ups Podcast. I'm Ryan. That's this Matthew. Matthew. Yeah. yeah, and this is uh, episode 61, otherwise known as... The 61st episode. Yeah, 61. It feels like that um, a milestone of some type. We could almost retire. Yeah, I don't know if when we started, if we really ever had a goal in terms of number of episodes, but yeah. it seems like this is more than I expected. <laughs> like, would you be like you were gonna get run out of things to talk about or something no i i, I don't know I, I think when we started off I, I didn't have any sort of like okay this is gonna go for you know a thousand episodes or no. 10 episodes it was just this is gonna go and then here we are yeah it was just a let's just go and keep going and as long as we keep going we keep going yep i did see uh there was an, a podcast another podcast i was listening to and they have do they do two a week how well, there are some that I should do multiple times a week, but I think it's their full-time vocation. And right. We... We so, are not. This is not. We this are is not. not yeah. We are not well compensated for this. No, and I think that's the biggest problem, because the fact that we aren't compensated doesn't really encourage us to want to do this more? Well, I mean, yeah, you'd have to pay a lot of money to be... I, it's weird. I wonder how that works. Like, how is that your full-time job? I mean, I understand that how... But the fact that you can make enough money as a pod gets interesting to me. I think some of those were doing like the, the Patreon subscription thing where people chip in like five oh, bucks a month, ten bucks sure. a month. And if you get like a hundred people throwing it, you know, ten bucks a month, yeah. you're doing all right. Yeah. It's not, not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it would definitely be like a side gig. Yes. Yeah. But this know. is even like a side gig to a side gig because it's just... <laughs> Yeah. In terms of priority-wise, it's just... Yeah. Hey. But, hey, you know what? It's something fun to do. So, yeah. have you been watching the Olympics? Oh, wait. You know what? We should probably mention there's somebody here. <laughs> we Not should. This, our, our, this is our... Is this our number one returning guest? I think so. It's third time? This is my third time. Yeah. Sarah is back for some more. Yep. If we had Jason or Nick or whatever, they would also be on three, I think. Yeah. yeah. We, it's like Saturday Night Live hosts. We got to keep track of how many times they've hosted. Right. <laughs> and maybe she'll get like some sort of like button. Like an award. Oh, yeah. a button. Dude, yeah, we remember, can't afford an award. But Remember like, button makers? Oh, yeah. Dude, those are cool. Did you ever make a button? Yeah. You know what we're talking about? I never made a button and and I don't think I've seen a button maker. You know, <laughs> okay, but you know like the buttons that have like photos or whatever on them that you clip to your clothes? Yeah. yeah. Okay, like those. And they, it was this like clamp thingy and you put the pieces in and you put your picture in and then clamp it closed. There's one over there actually of me and my mom. Oh, I thought you were pointing to a button maker. It's like, oh shit, no. you got one? No, I don't have a maker. I just have a we button. We would end made. this episode real quick <laughs> and, and just make buttons. buttons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's like that clamp thing and then you would press it all down and click it all together. And it looked and like get a completely like industrial medieval. Like, yeah. It was like a big honking assembly because you needed the force to clamp down right. and, and crush the two pieces together. I don't know anybody that actually owned one other than like, I think school had one maybe or something like that. So it wasn't like... If you think about it, like 90s fashion or accessories and i i guess i'm i'm considering the button as an accessory but sure. remember spin art like t-shirts you yeah. make like there was a whole industry of making t-shirt spinning there was things. a whole frisbees uh, all sorts of things like you'd go yeah. to the little local um festivals and stuff and there would be a spin art i went booth. to a brick and mortar spin yeah, art. i was gonna say there was an entire actual store i don't i've been there i can't imagine like and and as a somewhat ungrown up adult looking at all the cottage industries that have popped up over the years like the the froyo f craze that has pretty much died off now 
No, I think that's still pretty solid. It's yeah, but it was huge. Oh yeah, yeah. With that pink berry. Yeah, and then a right. lot of them closed their doors and they kind of petered out. You know, there was the the fancy donut trend for a while, and that's kind uh, of petered sidecar. Out. Yeah, all yeah. the uh, the overdone bakery uh, things, like getting super elaborate cakes made with fondant that tastes like ass but look like a shoe or something <laughs> i saw one recently that was uh it was a cake that made to look like uh, chicken wings and it looked like wings and celery and ranch dressing but i don't get it but would you rather just have the wings ranch and dress yeah and celery <laughs> that's what i want yeah, i want the cake yeah. <laughs> you but can I'm have fine the cake. if it just looks like cake. Yeah, so, it yeah. doesn't need to look like whatever, right? But I saw a transform. Did you see the Optimus Prime cake? Did it transform? Yes. Into shit. A truck. You ate it as no, cake, it w- and it turned into shit. When no, you- like <laughs> it was. It was a. It was a truck, and then the lady pressed a button, and it stood up into Optimus Prime. That's crazy. But Why? so going back to this whole spin art thing, yeah. I can't imagine being like around in the late eighties, early nineties going. I'm gonna fork over twenty five grand to buy this the machine. This, yeah, this business right. of putting paint on a spinning surface so people can take home their custom creations. Because not only did you sell the t-shirts, you also sold the the accessories. Like back then, like the women's fashion, you had this weird buckle thing then you would take your t-shirt and put it in and out through the buckle. Like oh, it cinched yeah, yeah. it tight. The corner of it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like that whole but thing. Just I, So it's funny. I remember the, the store and I remember going to the store and I'm positive I made a t-shirt, but I, I do not remember wearing it. I know. I think we made one for my mom for Mother's Day. Ooh, because it had a heart in the middle of it, and then yeah. it, you know the the paint just spread out to the corners. Well, that's fancy. And, yeah, real fancy. And yeah. I don't think she wore it very often. It's not. It wasn't a good look. Nobody wore them. Only children. Yeah. Wore yeah. Them. Oh, airbrush shirts are rad, though. Airbrush is timeless. Yeah, that is. I need to get one. <laughs> Next well, time I'm at the fair. If you guys made me a third timer on Grown Ups podcast button, I would proudly display it. All right, there you go. Something. Now we need to find a podcast a, a button maker. <laughs> it'll be like on Etsy, and it'll be like a grip right. or something. No, it's probably the Michaels, maybe. Oh, you think? Yeah, I think they still make them. If it was at Michaels, it'd be made out of plastic and break after like six uses. Yeah, you only need to make a button. But if we have her on like a fourth time, then oh, you mean like it updates? No, yeah. you just have to leave a spot where you can like add a, a dot or something. Yeah, or something like that. A little Velcro attachment. <laughs> like a patch. Just use a label maker and you just there print you out a new number and stick oh. it on. And I have a label maker. We did buy a new label maker. We got one that was a, a big one. Like it'll do taller labels. Oh, that's cool. Part of the whole garage, you know, reorganization process. But everything so far is just labeled with masking tape and a Sharpie. I so, have a label maker that I don't even know where it came from. Yeah, I, have I was in my garage one day, and there was the label maker. So I have a label maker. Yeah, pretty exciting stuff. That was a good story about your <laughs> label maker. It's a terrible story. <laughs> but it kind of had a little bit of everything. There was some mystery. Some there, was, there was some mystery. It's unsolved mystery, actually, because I still have no clue where it came from. That is weird. It's super weird. It's not something that you would think somebody would leave behind. No. So I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It I'm, probably came from China, which is where the Olympics are happening. <laughs> they are happening. They are, you, are you watching the Olympics? Didn't they just nope. start? The the other day, I think. Yeah, I think yesterday, the day before, it was opening day, wasn't it? Friday. Or Friday was oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and today's Sunday, so yeah, it's been a couple I, days. I don't have cable TV, and I'm not going to subscribe to like the Peacock app in order to watch any of this stuff. So like, you can watch uh, highlights for free, but you can't watch any of the actual full event. Unless you have a subscription to one of the... Really? Yeah. that's. But the Summer Olympics, just last year, you could watch the, the events on broadcast. Yeah, but I don't have broadcast TV. That's the thing. It's like, it's $10 bunny ears. You're saying 10 yeah. If you really want to watch the Olympics. 
Right. And <laughs> I don't have bunny ears, so clearly I don't. I guess I could. I don't know if it, if I have a, a service that is showing it and I could actually watch it. But if I don't have really YouTube, care. You have YouTube Red, right? No. 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 Okay. For sure that I have the YouTube did. TV. Is, is a, that the same thing? Maybe. Oh, I don't freaking know. So you might be able to watch it through that. But. Yeah, but I don't. I would watch Olympic hockey, but that's about it. I was going to say, what was going to be your sport to watch? Like, yeah. The snowboarding stuff is kind of cool. Curling. Curl. Yeah, those are like the two things I would end up watching. <laughs> yeah. As weird <laughs> as that downhill is. Downhill skiing is pretty fun. Or the one like with the, the moguls or the one with the flags? The slalom. Slalom yeah. Slums yeah. is pretty cool. The, I uh, always watched ice skating. My parents watched it when I was growing up, and I ice skated when I was a kid, so that's sort of my Now, when you standard. say you ice skated as a kid, like just for fun like at birthday parties or did you actually yeah i took lessons for two years did you compete i was in one wow my wife did the same thing she did lessons and she's got like a some ice chalet like picture of her in her outfit and her and Mm -hmm. her tights and her white skates and everything like that me too (laughs) ice chalet man there's a throwback yeah it's like i've only that place is gone i i've only been to a handful of ice rinks and it's mainly just like the whole like in high school, Friday night, weekend night, you know, skate thing just right. for fun. But I've never signed up for any sort of skating league or anything. A skating league? You mean well, like, you know, like, like hockey, hockey league or something, yeah, yeah, something yeah. more formal? Yeah. Like, yeah, never yeah. did any of that. I've done a bunch of that. It's fun. I like playing hockey. When was the last time you played? Oh, it's been like four years. Would you get back into it? Yeah. I've, I've actually been thinking about it, but I don't necessarily want to play ice hockey again. It's just so freaking expensive. So roller hockey? Yeah. Why is roller hockey that much cheaper? Isn't the gear all the same except for the skates? No. They don't uh, have a Zamboni cost. <laughs> no Zamboni, no ice. <laughs> oh, do you have to pay for the Zamboni? It's part of the you league. Basically, the leagues are expensive because you're buying ice time and it's really expensive to maintain ice. Yeah. Yeah, so oh. it's not cheap. Just and, the overall facility expense. Right. So, which means then the league is more expensive. Mm-hmm. Like, what's a league cost per season for a player? Like, 500 bucks kind of thing? Or is it... It could be that. It could be more. Oof. Yeah. No. Now, if I got, like, at least an hour on the Zamboni across the, the total length of the season, I could be convinced to spend that much money? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I don't think they let you drive it. I think you've got to have a... Do you know the Zamboni was invented in California? Yes. So weird when the, you think about it. The actual first Zamboni is on display in, like, L.A. somewhere, like Pomona mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, or it's like Coima or something. Yeah, it's some random whatever L.A. suburb. suburb yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but that uh, that's pretty interesting. You would think it would come from Canada. But they have ice in Canada, like, all the time. What do you need a Zamboni for? Because you got to make it smooth. No, it just the weather comes and continually resurfaces it for you. It's the Canadian true. geese. They just... Canadian geese. <laughs> I w- it would be fun to go skate on a pond. I've never done that before. Yeah, I, am convinced I would like that, to do that yeah. someday. I am convinced that Canadian geese are assholes because Canadians in general are pretty nice. And so just as That's a just whole, where all the hate gets funneled. Yes, oh, yes. maybe. That's how be. the universe balances it out. Yes. Yeah, maybe. That's totally... What, what sport would you watch? Um, winter. I, I'm not as big of a fan of Winter Olympics as I am like the Summer Games. Sure, but like the snowboarding, anything that's just kind of easy to understand at a quick glance, like the ice skating stuff. It, it's it's interesting to see some of the 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 tricks that they pull off. Right. But the biggest challenge is because it's judged. You don't always agree with the judge's score. Sure, and so like something that's like oh crazy. It's like a triple flip. And they landed in the splits or whatever, and you're like, ah! And the judge is like, oh, well, you know, they, they screwed this up and yeah. that, and therefore it's only an 8.6. And you're like, what? Yeah, it's... So it it's, is quite controversial. There's been a lot of judging scandals. Right. Yeah, so anything that's, I guess, not judged 
would be easier for me to understand. But the skiing stuff, like the the uh, what is it, the long jump? Not that that's not what it's called. Yeah, it's a ski there, jump. There, yeah, there's the ski, ski jump, jump yeah. and then there's the trick stuff too, like freestyle. Yeah. Where they, oh yeah, they're doing they half do pipe too, right? Half pipe is pretty fun to watch on skis. Yeah, I think they do yeah. both now. Yeah, they do both snowboard now. and skis. Such a trip. So yeah, that I think would be the ones I would watch. But yeah. of course, because I don't have an actual cable package, I might catch highlights of something, but. Just like the summer games, I, I missed so much of it, but then I didn't feel like I missed anything. I yeah, just, I felt the same last time too. I just don't have the. I'm not gonna sit down and watch it. Do you know what I mean? Like, like the hockey game, I would put on and it would just be on. Well, like, and I think that goes back to like my childhood. Like summer games, it was across the summer, so right. you had nothing else to do. So I would build my brother and I would build these elaborate chair and blanket and sofa forts and just watch the Olympics and then watch the Olympics from the fort. Right. And so it was part of that whole experience, whereas, like, the Winter Games, you got other stuff going on. You're in school or whatever. So it's just a weeknight viewing and just whatever. Yeah, I've just never... I don't know I don't know that I recall ever sitting down and watching, like, specifically watching the Olympics, other than, oh, it's on, oh, and it's curling, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Because why is curling so interesting? I think it's just the absurdity of it all. Just, like sliding a heavy stone with a handle and then a bunch of people vigorously brooming sweeping yeah. in front of the the ice to get it to go where they want it to go i mean it's it's way more complicated than it looks it's basically like shuffleboard or like bocce ball but right but with ice, ice. and friction yes. modifiers and facial hair <laughs> and facial hair yeah some of the players yep. have some some decent yeah. facial hair yeah, it's a pretty, uh, I don't know, it's, it's interesting to watch. So, But, like, I wouldn't, to, to what I'm saying, though, is while I will watch curling, like, if I catch it, I'm not like, oh, a curling comes on in 15 minutes, I better get ready. Well, <laughs> I don't know the schedule. I, it, it used to just be on at night, I feel like. Right. And so for the two weeks of the year that it happened, every four years. Right. Yeah, you would um, watch it at night. It was sort of a big event. Yeah, every, like, the, my family used to sit down and we'd watch all the coverage, whatever, four hours or something that yeah, it was I, for two weeks is kind of cool. I do think a lot of the, the on-demand or the 24-7 broadcasting has really kind of diminished the the value or the importance of watching. Right. Because to Sarah's point, like you would get around the sofa and with the whole family and watch the TV and, and watch the four hours of basically pre-selected content that right. the network thought was Yeah, they would pop from thing to thing, sure. Yeah. Right. Whereas now it's like, okay, well, if you want to watch skiing, you got to watch it like it. 12 in the afternoon or if you want to watch this you have to watch it three or you watch it at night time delayed and by right. then you've already seen the results on social media yeah and so it's it's a whole different experience the coverage is really different now too the way they split it up i feel like it's very um i always what i'm looking for they they break it up a lot more than i feel like they used to so you really have to stick with it and it gets tedious there's so mm. much blah 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 talking and then they'll only show you like three minutes of a, of a thing before they switch to something else right i always i always felt like when i watch these things whenever they do like the, the background on the athlete i'm like okay that guy's gonna win something right because i figured they wouldn't show the background if the athlete was gonna lose right because why waste your time well, it's the same thing with like like any reality competition show right like if they're doing this like four minute will profile on somebody they're obviously not going to get kicked off in the first episode yeah and they like to show interesting human stories because that's something that draws us yeah. or draws the viewer in and of course they'll choose somebody who has a likelihood of probably doing well right 
because that'll help viewership too. It all comes down to marketing and money. Yeah, which is yeah, all it is. Yeah. I would li- I do think that they, and I saw this, this was a, a meme that I saw, but it basically said that they should let a normal person do the event first <laughs> so that everybody can appreciate how hard this stuff yeah, actually is. I saw that. Yeah, that would be, I would be into that. I, seen, that I would watch. I've seen that meme and I've also seen the other one where it just goes, just, you know what, just allow every single performance enhancing drug and just see what <laughs> the human oh, is capable yeah. of. Right. You know, what would the record be if you were on speed or whatever it was and just... There was another one that was basically like just instead of these athletes that are obviously training for whatever, just initiate sort of a draft. It's like, well, I guess you're doing the high jump. (laughs) (laughs) But my specialty shot put. Well, no, I mean, it could be like average person that's literally like, I don't know how to do that. Yeah, just throw it. Just throw them in there. Whatever. (laughs) Olympics. Make it interesting. I did see that, that, like, there's some, like, especially around bobsled, there's been some interesting crossover with people from different sports getting into bobsledding. Yeah. And that actually is interesting to watch, too. Because they need a lot of power to, you know, push the bobsled at at the launch. So you have people with football, like NFL or retired NFL players. You have CrossFitters doing it. You have NASCAR pit personnel. Huh. Participating as, like, a a bobsledder. Right. And so that, to me, is just kind of fascinating because that, is almost like the closest to like an sort of average Joe. Like, can you hold on to this handle and run as fast as you can pushing <laughs> right. this? With little spiky shoes. Right, for yeah. six seconds and then right. jump in. Right. I, I actually think it would be really fun to go in a bobsled. Uh, I think so too. That'd be awesome. How do you do that? Can you do that? Do you think that's a thing? I think so. They the Like bob, the tracks, bobsled experience? Which is rollerblade wheels instead of blades and it's like on a concrete instead of ice. Alpine slides. Yeah, yeah, that's the closest I think we've come. Is yeah, the I'll, I'll, I'll bet you there is a place we could go bobsledding. Maybe not in the U.S. Maybe U.S. No, maybe. there's training here. Like yeah, like, like Lake Placid I, uh, or something, New York, or in uh, in in uh, Colorado or something like that. Let's go see. There's yeah. just not very many places where you see bobsled tracks, so right, right. they're so hard to find. Well, I'm, yeah, I think uh, Colorado Springs, right, is like the official training uh, ground for olympic something there's the lake placid bobsled experience Ooh, yes there we go it's a can't miss experience for adrenaline seekers how much is it how much is it dude i'll I'll bet you it's expensive i'll bet you it's expensive because it's such a weird like specialty thing for a single ride up to two passengers over the ages of nine two hundred and fifty dollars wait nine you could put a 10 year old in there yes (laughs) and they have but they're not running then I yeah maybe it gets sled oh but this is weird because you're looking at it and I'm looking at the bobsled the box has got fucking wheels on it what so what then the it's a, this? it's it's a, the same experience like I can't the picture is cropped yeah yeah but it's a bobsled but it's got wheels on it it's going uh, down the track so it looks like a little go kart yeah, almost like an old cage? fashioned go kart huh yeah but it's at the Mount Van Hovenberg Sliding Center huh. obviously huh. so official it's crazy when you see them turn over too and they like flip yeah. <sighs> Yeah, that's why it's got the full roll cage on it too. So it's, oh yeah, that one less was, risk. Yeah. yeah, but there's got to be one closer. I'm guessing that there's one closer. That can't be the only bobsled experience. How long States. is the track? I wonder for your two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, I don't know. And you get one ride. Uh, let's see. It's probably like forty-five seconds. I'm looking at the overview. Ah, so. uh, reach speeds of up to fifty-five miles per hour. Zoom around sharp turns on the over half mile long bobsled track. 
Uh, it's a can't-miss experience, but it doesn't really, yeah, explain to you if you get multiple runs. Half a mile at 55 miles an hour, that's... Yeah, not very long. Not very long. Nope. So it's Saturdays uh, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. First come, first served? Yeah, and so far they're only doing for the month of January, which is kind of shitty because we're in February. Oh, that <laughs> so, sucks. So their website isn't updated? Well, maybe they're not doing anything this month because of the Olympics. And they say it's, it's a single ride, so it must be literally just a one-time thing. Yeah. 250 bucks. Huh. And so it's 250 bucks for the first two passengers. You add a third passenger, it's only 100 bucks. Huh? But that third passenger has to be over 13. Why? So maybe the 13-year-old is the one that's a pusher. Pusher, yeah. Oh, maybe. And so they have to work to launch, therefore they get the discount. Maybe. <laughs> huh. That's kind of a, a weird thing. That's interesting. It's, it's, I wonder then if that's just concrete then. That's not ice because it's got wheels. The picture showed ice, but who knows? It could be just white painted concrete. Huh. So speaking of winter games, yeah. I was in New York last weekend. You were? And it snowed. It okay. happened to be the, the biggest snowstorm that New York had gotten in the, probably the past three years. Fantastic. And so Central Park got about eight inches. So nothing crazy, but yeah. Long Island got about 10 to 13 inches, depending on where you were on the island. What I've come to realize is being in New York and uh, having visited several times over the years, my first opinion, or when I thought of New York assholes, it was the tourists that decided to stop in the middle of the sidewalk and hold up everybody else that was walking by them because they were completely oblivious to people. You were that person? No, no, no. Those were the assholes I hated in New York. Oh, yeah, they're terrible. This trip, I have a new asshole that I hate, and it's the New York jogger in a snowstorm. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. There's somebody out jogging in a snowstorm. No, no, not somebody. There's some buddies. There was a shit ton of people running in 16-degree weather. Why? In a... I don't know. They're staying warm. They, yeah, they, if they, they were doing it to inside. stay warm, <laughs> but that's the thing is they're running through the snow yeah. and they're running on the sidewalk. And that was, I think, the, the shitty part is, is like, okay, you're on the sidewalk, it's snowy, and then because it's New York and the subways underneath, the the sidewalks tend to melt, mm-hmm. and so then it refreezes as ice, it's slippery, right? So it's kind of slick, and then you got this douchebag running. Huh? Did and you there see was, anyone eat shit? I almost did myself a couple of times <laughs> because as you're crossing the the street, what you don't realize is underneath where you're stepping could be a manhole or right. like a metal uh, oh, right, right, right. access. And the metal is super slick when it's got a layer of ice on it. Right. But you don't see it under a light coating of uh, a light dusting of snow. So there were a couple of times where, I, you know, I, I had to shimmy my feet and, you know, catch my balance, but I didn't land on my ass. And we didn't see anybody actually actually it. fall that's a bummer but we saw lots of hands flailing in the air <laughs> as, they're, as, they're trying to, as they're trying to steady themselves but yeah it just seemed so obnoxious that these people were running and, and granted okay the city that's probably the bigger asshole central park yeah it makes sense but there was way more snow in central park right and it just like it's only gonna snow for like this day couldn't you just wait till tomorrow when no, you, the gotta paths get, you, you gotta are, get your run in man do they not know what a treadmill is? Like it's it maybe just, they don't have a treadmill. Their apartments are like two hundred square feet. They don't have room for treadmills or a Peloton. I saw actually a fair number of Peloton vans rolling around I'm the sure. street. Yeah, yeah. A Pel- well, a side note: Peloton apparently is uh, hurting. But, yeah, well, they are hurting, but potentially going to sell to like Amazon or somebody. Really, yeah. I haven't heard that. Yeah, I, I just heard I know that recently. I saw the like it all started when that. Whatever that Sex in the City reboot was, and that dude died, and their stock price 
Yeah, plummeted. which is be- <laughs> stupid because it's a fictional character. Exactly. And then people are dumb. So the price of Peloton flandered, and then they made somebody made some announcement that oh, Peloton's suspending production for a month or six weeks. Yeah, they weeks, couldn't catch up or something like that. Or because they've actually got too much inventory oh, right. and they're, they're stopping production. Yeah, that so sense. that tanked their price even further. And then there was some other streaming TV show where the character has a heart attack but survives, but had the heart attack because he ran but I think they, Peloton. Yeah, but didn't they, like, that was, like, their response or something? Was it uh, get the script? I don't know. At any rate, they're hurting. But back to uh, back to the snow. Yes. It, when my place in Portland, when we got a really bad storm one uh, one week, and the driveway froze, that same deal, right? It, it froze because it, it rained yeah. after we got the snow. And I actually slid. I had to slide all the way down my driveway. Were you on your feet? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it was if it was any thicker, you probably could have ice skated on. It was impressive because the snow really changed the New York City experience. Like again, being there a bunch of times for like the New York Auto Show or for vacations or whatever, yeah. you kind of have an understanding of what to expect. But the snow just changed everything and seeing how people handle it. And then it was impressive seeing the the snow plows going through the city and how many of them there were. Mm-hmm. Like they put plows on the front of trash trucks and turn the oh, trash smart. trucks into plows. Yeah. Um, they have like the little bobcat sized tractors right. with snow plow attachments on them. Um, we even had Grayson shoveling the sidewalk. We were walking through the city. Yeah. And we walked by this fancy apartment building and there some dude, the doorman yeah. was shoveling snow. We're like, Hey, uh, we're from Southern California. We don't deal with this. You mind letting him <laughs> shovel? And the guy's like, sure. <laughs> Hands over the shovel. That's funny. And Grace the best day of his life. Yeah. <laughs> he was trying to clear it out. And then the whole technique, because again, it's like snow is heavy. Right. But it's wet. And then so trying to figure out how much snow to put up in the shovel so he could actually pick oh, it up yeah, and clear yeah, sure. it <laughs> was kind of a fun challenge. But the, I think the biggest disappointment that Grayson had was the snow wasn't <clears throat> sticky. Like you couldn't make a snowball out of it. Like it just turned oh, to really? fluff. Huh. Yeah, it was so. We just got to push it harder. We, I tried. Oh, really? It, just it nothing. Would, it wouldn't work. But as the day went on, in certain spots, you could find snow that had partially melted. Yeah. And then stayed together. So, so you if you that, picked just that powder, just doesn't. Right. right. So if you picked up a clump that was together, you could shape it into a ball and yeah. throw that. But otherwise, if you just picked up powder, it wouldn't form right. into a snowball. But Grayson did get to make his very first snow angel in Central Park. Oh, nice! Like we've been in snow before. But he's, he's been, never made one. It wasn't ever deep enough to really do a snow angel. Like being up in Big Bear, there's like okay, three inches of snow. <laughs> yeah. You're, you can't really see the difference between where the snow was and right. wasn't. And so with the eight to ten inches that were that was in Central Park, you could see it. And right. so it was his first, and it was kind of fun. Yeah, we got like eight to ten uh, the the first storm when I was in Portland, and uh, it was crazy though because the backyard looked like I took photos at night, and it was probably like eleven, twelve at night, but it looked like it was during the afternoon there's so much reflection oh yeah how was, bright it was yeah it was really cool because it was also a, a it had cleared and it was like a full moon that night or something yeah, it was C- really cool central park in the snow was actually pretty cool like central park is is there's spots that are really beautiful you know like they have a little pond and and never been you've never been to central park nope really? i don't really i've been to new york a couple times and i don't i do not care for it so if you're listening to new york i'm sorry i I I enjoy the park. I mean, it's it's a nice diversion from the city. Uh-huh. And Grayson fell in love with like the playgrounds. So when we when he was about five or six, I went out there for the New York Auto Show, and it was during his spring break. Uh-huh. 
And so he went out there with Jeanette and every day he had to go to Central Park and had to go ride down the slides and hang out with the kids in the park for at least an hour before he would do anything else. Yeah. No, I'm sure I'm sure it's great. I just have never fallen in love with it like a lot of people have. I mean, New York is fine, but I would rather do other places. We ate our way through the city, too. So we did other places and ate stuff. And yeah. It was fun. Speaking of eating stuff, man, I'm really bad craving for pizza today. Oh, man. We had some good New York pizza. We, we went to two different pizza spots. One was um, Angelo's Coal-Fired Pizza. Yeah. Which is right by the Ed Sullivan Theater. Okay. Or the, the Stephen Colbert. Or Kobe. Kobe. Colbert. Colbert. Uh, Colbert. <laughs> I, I uh, the Colbert guy. show uh, is, is recorded. Yeah. And I think Angelo's Cold Fired Pizza is the same as all of the Mexican pizza places around, or Mexican uh, restaurant places around here, where the name sounds familiar, but they just tweak oh, yeah, a yeah. letter. Right, so it's like Adalberto's or Alberto's. Yeah, or Albatross or, or all this. Yeah, yeah, Because there was Angelo's Cold Fired Pizza, and then there was Angelo's something pizza coal fired. Like, it was just variants, and I couldn't tell if they were the same or different. Probably there was different. multiple locations. Right, right. So we did, uh, we did a pizza there, and that was, I think, the, the first night. And then uh, we went down to our personal favorite pizza place, which is right by um, Madison Square Gardens, called uh, New York Pizza Suprema. And it's right by Penn Station, Madison Square Gardens. Like a by the slice place? Yes. Yeah, those uh, are good. by the slice yeah. place. And it was uh, Anthony Bourdain's favorite spot. Oh, for nice. Pizza. So mm. that was, it was, we've been there multiple times, but this was Grayson's first time yeah. getting a slice there. And that was kind of pizza highlight of the trip <laughs> i made a pizza the other day i saw that yeah uh but there was no pizza dough involved it was cheese and eggs and that was the crust and then i put pepperoni on it and baked it and it was awesome how is the crust consistency if it's just cheese and egg crunchy like you just let it go long enough and it gets all crispy and then it's crunchy on top yeah you can cook cheese in a pan until it becomes like cheese crust mm-hmm. yeah and that's that i've had but I, was, yeah. I wasn't sure how the egg was it's just that it just held it together. The binding. Yeah, agent. yeah. And so you mix it well enough that you don't, it's not like you're eating an egg so much as it just binds it. Did you have like marinara sauce and all the other Yeah, times? and I had marinara to dip it in. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah, I used it as a dip. So it was yeah. really good. So, and it was so good that I ate the whole thing. Well, it looked like a personal sized pizza. It was, I mean, yeah, but still, like imagine a cup and a half or two cups of cheese. Well, next time, call me. Yeah. <laughs> I will come and help you. All right. Yeah. I won't feel as bad. It was. <laughs> it was. It was very good though. And then put a bunch of like seasoning in the the mix so that it wasn't in the just cheese like, mix. Yeah. So you know, you have some salt and pepper, some Italian seasoning, a little garlic, uh, garlic powder. So the the New York trip was because Jeanette had to go out there for right. uh, work. She had a casting call, and then so we went out early. We spent the weekend together as a family. Monday night, Grace and I flew back home. She stayed in New York, and then on Wednesday she went to Chicago. Mm-hmm. So she was able to do the back-to-back pizza comparison mm-hmm. between New York and Chicago. And what's the verdict? New York. Really? Because for her, uh, the 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 biggest part of the pizza, the, the mouthfeel and the taste experience is the crust. Sure. And because the Chicago-style pizza is more of a cornmeal crust, it's not the same. Got it. And she said that was more of like a, a casserole with a thin layer of uh, breading kind of on the bottom. Where yeah. it's like the, the Chicago has those square pizzas, too. Yes. Yeah, they're they're known for that. She went. She had a, a bag. She had Lou Malnati's. Sure. So that was the the deep dish that she had. But now Chicago, there's a city I can get behind. Well, that's where you going. Yeah, I love Chicago. Absolutely love Chicago. But not enough to actually do anything other than going to a hockey game and a concert. 
You're only there for like what two nights? And- only there a couple nights. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to that show, and I didn't realize this until I actually looked the other day. It is Easter weekend. Okay, I didn't know that was Easter weekend. Does I that just, change it, your plans? No, 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 not at all. But I just didn't realize. Like, are you gonna, are you, are you gonna pack pastels for your wardrobe? <laughs> I should add some bunny ears. Yeah, bring some, some spring, eggs. Yeah, yeah. some Did, of those plastic eggs. Or oh, just for paint, the TSA people, paint eggs, <laughs> paint rocks like eggs, and just leave them around town for <laughs> little kids to pick up. No, uh, no. I just it just coincidentally happens to be the, that same day. But what, what if that means your flight is just filled with like <laughs> re- religious holy rollers or something weird? I guess I'll be safe. Yeah, the flight we took out the red eye. I mean, going to New York. Is, oh yeah, you, that's right. You were on a red eye, which yeah. is not awesome. No, it wasn't ideal, but it was fine. Yeah. But the one thing that I I, I, seem, I seem to forget this every time is just the large Hasidic Jewish population. Mm-hmm. And so boarding the flight, you had a bunch of the dudes with the hat and the hair and, and the beards uh-huh. and the very almost Amish-appearing garb, you know, sure. the mm-hmm. white dress shirt, the black jacket and the slacks and stuff. And <laughs> Grayson was like, why are there so many of them? Because, I mean, coming from L.A., you don't see them, but right. you're at the airport, all of a sudden they're all there. Sure, and sure. Flying. So that was... Maybe there's a conference. Well, I think they're going back home. I think they they live. Oh, in they New live York, in New York. Yeah, and maybe. they were returning. Yeah, they were out here buying diamonds. Possibly. I've seen. Uh, I've seen Snatch. Was it Snatch or Lockstock that was the? I think Snatch. Okay. Anyways, Guy Ritchie movie. Yes. Don't remember which one. So yeah, it's one, one of those. those. Yeah, it's one of those too. <laughs> um, I so was I, approached by one of those guys in Santa Monica on the promenade to do what? Yeah, what did to he want? To find out if I was Jewish. Really? Did he think you were? Apparently. Huh. And he wanted to give you information? I don't know. When I said no, he just left. I would have been like, <laughs> maybe it depends on yeah. what. I would say it depends on what you want. I, and that's the weirdest thing is like I, I had, you know, friends that were Jewish or half Jewish. Actually, the half Jewish thing was quite common. Where I had, I actually had two girlfriends that were half Jewish. It was like their their father was their their stepmom or their mom wasn't. Yeah. And, uh, but. In high school, I never got the whole religious pitch from like anybody that was of Jewish faith, but I got it from the Mormon yeah. uh, faith. I got it from the the born again Christian faith. But it yeah. was yeah, the Jews don't seem to try to recruit people yeah. into their religion, Which but the others makes me all respect do. them a lot more. <laughs> you know, the fact that they're not knocking on my door on a Saturday or a Sunday trying to harass me to go join them somewhere is kind of cool. Luckily, they don't knock on the doors here because it drives me nuts. <laughs> uh, so I have a funny story for you. Okay. <clears throat> the other day, well, I guess last week or something. Yeah. I hear kind of a commotion outside, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? So I, I opened the door, and I was looking out, and the girls downstairs are, like, leaving this note on a, a car that's parked out in front of the house, right? Okay. And I'm like, she goes, is that your car? I'm like, no, that's definitely not my car. And she's like, they always have to do this. They, they don't park right. And I look, and it's very clear that the car that had been parked in front of them had moved. Right. right, so now there's a gap, and this this girl is pissed. Oh, that they because left the she gap. thinks that the Mazda that it, it was actually a Mazda pulled up, and just didn't pull all the way forward. And I was like, no, they obviously somebody left. And yeah. It, so your anyway, so her friend was trying to park, and her friend I guess doesn't know how to parallel park because they just left the car on the corner. 
and they just do it all on the time. corner. Oh yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah, but yeah. I, it's it's this Tesla, and I'm like, you know, there's like 50 other open spots, right? And, and, and they got all pissed off and went inside. You know, the Tesla has a self parking <laughs> feature. It sucks, but it has the feature. I don't know, man. All I know is that they were super pissed off because in their mind, that person didn't pull up. They didn't think that, oh, there was a reason for that. How much do you want to bet one of their names was Karen? I don't think so because they're college kids. Spelled with a C. With a C? Yeah, yeah. You know, just because that's the, you know, the, the hipster thing to do is butcher the spelling of common names. I don't know. Anyways, the point is, parking is hard, apparently. For some, it is. A very. But they and now that car, they just park it on the corner all the time. It's a really dumb place to park, actually. should leave a note on it and be like, hey, you should learn how to parallel park so you're not in, so, parking in a dangerous place. I totally thought about that, but then, eh. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Zero F's given. Right. Like, whatever. And that car is probably going to get hit. <laughs> yeah, because it, it, being on the corner, it is kind of a weird spot. I mean, not that there's, like, a ton of traffic around here, but there are people that drive, like, 400 miles an hour down the well, road. And you have the train station down the street and the yeah. parking for that, so there is a decent amount of traffic that would come through. There are always jacked-up cars at the train station. Like, broken windows and, like, crashed cars, and it just seems the place to dump stuff. There was a lot... La- the last time I came here, there was a, a car parked in the street that was right... It was on the... I guess the dead-end side of an intersection. So it, yeah. was a, it was a T intersection, and it was parked at the top of the T, and it looked like somebody had made a left and made it wide and took and out And just the, left it there? And just left it there. Huh. And it's just like, oh, that's got to suck to be in, in that building to come out to your car and realize that somebody plowed into it overnight. Oh, dude. I, I can't even imagine, like, walking out and seeing your car destroyed. Yeah. Well, which is interesting because you've got, like, a neighbor that's, that apparently is an automotive photographer that we've somehow figured out through the through the grace of Instagram yep. that has like six figure cars parked on the street. Like it's no big deal. Well, it's not their press cars, right? Well, they're not his, they're not right. their cars, but I mean, I just find it weird. But I also think it's weird that that's never, I've never noticed that before or noticed any press cars until those two. Maybe he just moved in. No, no, he's been there for a while. Yeah. Cause what I, what I find interesting is like, you know, we're talking about on one hand, we have people that can't park. We have cars that just don't last cause they get plowed into on the street. And then you have, this guy with his with his baller press loaners, the just, Bentleys, man. Yeah, they're ugly. That one didn't look too bad. It, uh, the coupe, the coupe. <clears throat> yeah, the, the SUV, Continental. Yeah, is better than the Bentayaga. Yeah, it, it looks or pretentious. Bentayga. Yeah, the the front of that thing looks pretentious. Yeah, like you're just like, mm, you. It just needs a monocle. Yeah. Now, Sarah, you you've gotten to do some press trips. Have you done a a Bentley event? No. Mercedes AMG was the last one that I did. That was the fanciest. I've really only been on two officially. How do you like it? They're cool, but also tiring. Yeah, because I know it's usually one of those things. It's like a full day, right? Like they talk to you. You want to drive multiple days? Yeah, the last one was like show up on Friday evening, early evening, and then um, get up early Saturday morning, drive a lot of the day. You have lunch, keep driving. Oh, wow. And then I had, I don't know, two-ish, two and a half hours between arriving at the hotel and dinner. And then there's, you know, marketing stuff and you socialize. And then you got to get up really early again the next day, Sunday morning. So it's kind of like you get a couple hours before you go to bed, maybe. Where was that event at? It was from Newport Beach to Palm Springs. 
and then a night in Palm Springs. So then... it was a, an overnight in Newport Beach, okay. and then drive to Palm Springs overnight in Palm Springs, get up and then drive back to Santa Monica. Oof! Yeah, not even back to Newport to Santa Monica. Yeah, it was an international uh, wave, but the way they had it structured, it was so it was close to the airport, so oh, people could right, easily right, right. just get shuttled okay. to the airport and leave. So how did you get back from Santa Monica? I had to take a shuttle. Well, they shuttled me from Santa Monica back down to Newport Beach, where I left my car. Was it in a Sprinter? At least a Mercedes product? It was a Mercedes product, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So it it is cool, and they treat you to very nice food and very nice hotels, of course. And but it's just nonstop. And you're writing for a Australian? Yeah, it was. It was for car sales. Is that a big publication in Australia? I I think it's it's one of the bigger automotive websites in, in Australia. It's kind of like Kelly Blue Book or, okay. or oh. Edmunds or yeah, something so like that down reason. there. Yeah. So they have some editorial stuff and it's a lot of, you know, how to buy a car and here's look up what you're looking for for pricing and all did, that. Did stuff. they make you put a lot of like oys and, and uh, you know, like, oh, yeah. good eyes. Good eye, mate. I was going to say, yeah, when you're no. writing, do they have you change the spelling of like favorite with the OU, like the Queen's English oh, kind of? Or tire with a Y? They yeah. didn't. They didn't ask me to do that. But if Boots, I if I remembered bonnet. when I did, yeah. I I would change it. Like I would spell things with an S instead of a Z for like customize. Your dog Ripley is just not having it. Well, he doesn't want to take. Actually, we're in here. He doesn't want to be alone. I mean, he he's probably annoyed. I could move him. Maybe either that or we're keeping him up, and he's just trying to tell us to shut the. <laughs> Maybe we'll see what happens. He, <laughs> he is he in the dark. Needs, he definitely needs a nap. And he can hear us. Maybe if we close the door, he'll just go to sleep. Yeah, I don't know. He was asleep. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, so at any rate, yeah, the press events are I, they're they're cool. Like you're, to your point, having like good food and stuff, but it's also so much to do. And like we we did a bunch of executive stuff for uh, uh, this one tour, and it was like nonstop. Yeah, I can imagine. Just especially when you have multiple waves. Right. You're just being shuttled in between. Like you're getting in. Probably at night when the other wave is finishing up and going home. Yeah, so for they the can continue. Yeah, I'm sure. Like for all the employees, it's a long, long a, grind. A long thing, yeah, because they gotta go along a bunch of them too. There's all these um, engineers and marketing people and stuff that are at all of the stops too for lunch and dinner. And how German were the presenters? Oh, 100 percent. I didn't know if they had, like, local staff that was all just kind of, like, SoCal chill versus, no. like, just the hardcore German, like, heavy accent. Yeah, this was Mercedes AMG. So oh. they were from, like, a Falterbach. And, uh, I have autographed the engine cover on your car. <laughs> they were they were all really nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure they are. Yeah. I, I've, I've talked to, to some of the, the uh, Mercedes engineers over the years, like, at various auto shows or trade shows. Yeah. And it's always interesting because, like, with Mercedes, they're, they have an office in Silicon Valley. So all of their in-car technology stuff, a lot of it's done locally. Right. But then, like, the lead engineer is German. So depending on who you're talking to, you can kind of get a sense of seniority in the company. Right. By whether or not they have an accent. Oh, that's mm-hmm. funny. So it's, it's always interesting. But I don't think I know anybody that works or has ever worked at Mercedes of all the places. Didn't. Larkin work for Mercedes. Oh, that could be true. Yeah, and they have a big port facility in Long Beach. They took over the old Boeing uh, factory hangar setup, and that's their port processing facility. Hmm. I've seen several Mercedes uh, on the 405, like, doing testing stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah. I I think it is actually a a testing facility as well. Like, they do some sort of vehicle testing out of that 
Long I didn't Beach. know they, they had taken that over. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 Part of the agreement was they have to leave up the old Boeing sign. The mm. neon, which is pretty rad. Yeah, yeah. that is cool. The uh, Interestingly, so speaking of ports, I found out recently that the Toyota, the Forerunner TRD Pro uh-huh. is actually a port installed equipment. Mm. They do the rack. They do the suspension, the wheels. They, really? Yeah. So that's all port all installed, which is bizarre. Why wouldn't you just factor that? stock wheels and yeah, what tires? They, that stuff? they get no. They get shipped over with. Uh, oh, even the badging is done at port. The pro badging, so that they're shipped sense. over on steelies. Okay. And mm. so they do the TRD wheels, the rack, and the suspension. It's on stock suspension. Do they ship the wheels and tires back I to the factory? I don't then? know. Honestly, I have no idea. I just you... I saw pictures on a, a thread that we were talking about it on a forum. Huh. And the guy's like, yep, this is a stock. And it was that, you know, the blue, that bright blue. That yeah. had. It's like, this is what they look like off the tr- off the boat. Back like, in the day, the I used to do work for... Um, <laughs> that door makes no difference. No, it's, it's fine. He'll be fine. I, I, I did work for an electronic supplier that supplied rear seat, rear seat entertainment systems and like camera systems for right, different. Right. And they did a, they had a large aftermarket thing, but they were a supplier to Gulf States Toyota. So Toyota, yeah, which is also weird. Yes, so Toyota doesn't distribute cars throughout the U.S. In some regions, in, in the Southeast and in the Gulf States. Yeah. There are Toyota distributors that were here in the U.S. before Toyota motor sales ever was a thing. It's the same with uh, Subaru. So Subaru Northeast. Yes. It's its own thing. Because they were here first. And so they had basically the territory. And so Gulf States Toyota would have their own factory accessory upfitting line. So you could get wheels, tires. They, They had their own like Texas edition package where they made badges and they had to make those Aust- was like the Texas Tundra or whatever. Yeah. But they had like yeah. ostrich leather oh, inserts on the seats yeah, yeah. and there's like the badging and they would, they would do like, you know, the, the step bars and the wheels and tires, but all they would take the completely built trucks from the factory and then and take them apart, take them apart and put all these aftermarket accessories on it. Basically we used to get, uh, we would get, so the North Subaru Northeast, that region. So what ended up happening with Subaru is that they co- they consolidated everything, right? But that guy wouldn't sell. Right. And so uh, you would get, they would have their own accessories and stuff. And even factory installed accessories that you couldn't get through SOA. So we'd get cars that would show up and be like, what the hell is this? Like, that was never offered on this. And yeah. then you'd look at the build sheet and, oh, it, okay, now I know why. Was yeah, it all rinky dink stuff or was it anything cool? No, like, it was oh, like, is- but like. Uh, front seat heaters on a car that never came with seat oh, heaters, gotcha. right? Just stuff like that. But it was just, hey, this option never existed. Oh, wait, yeah, I forgot it's a Northeast car. And that's how you know that it's weird. And they're hard to get parts for. Because, yeah, you can't get support for those parts that... Right. So you'd have to available. call... Eventually, they linked stuff so you could see, like, inventory and whatever else. But oh. not at first. It was very, very... Uh, secretive in a way disjointed yeah that's the word disjointed not yeah, secretive. It, it is interesting you think about it like, okay you know subarus are sold nationwide toyotas right. are sold nationwide but you don't realize in some cases is a middleman and then in certain countries it's the same way today like right in latin america you could be a private business owner and have the distribution rights for an entire brand mm-hmm. uh, for that country or for that region and when you have a product issue it's you got to deal with the the middleman the distributor to yeah. resolve it yeah, it's a trip that that still kind of happens, or that it's still going that way. Yeah. But I guess from the manufacturer point of view, right, I don't now have to have infrastructure and the rest of it. It's right. on somebody else. And I guess it depends on the size of the country, because you're like, oh, I'm not going to set up a whole sales and, and distribution arm for 5,000 cars a year in this country or whatever. Right. So yeah, it sort of makes sense, but it is, it seems so strange when everything 
it's, it's done a total a different trip. way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a total trip. It's interesting. But I, anyways, it just surprised me that 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 something that's that extensive as far as suspension and everything else is a port installed option. Trip me out. I can't believe they used to turn some cars into convertibles. Like, at the port? I, yeah, at yeah. the port. It was, saws all the roof off. Yeah. And basically. I do, do they still do aftermarket sunroofs? Is that still a thing? I don't think it is. At this point, almost everything has a sunroof yeah. available. So. Yeah, but remember when that was big? Oh, yeah. That was super big. Well, and it was like, I think ASC was like one of those companies yeah. that would yes. do both the sunroofs and, and the, the right. convertibles. Yeah, because they were American sunroof company. Right. But yeah. they would do the aftermarket conversions. And so like... Celicas, which weren't available as a convertible like in the 80s, all of a sudden were. It's just such a bad idea. <laughs> the best is there's a company, I want to say it's like Newport Engineering or something like Newport in the name. Uh-huh. And they've... N-E-U or N-E-W? N-E-W. Okay. And they've done convertibles for like modern cars that should not be a convertible, like an Escalade or what? a... Or a, a Murano. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a Tesla Model S. Like, right. It's just the weirdest things. and. Ugh. And they look sort of okay with the top missing, but then when you see the aftermarket top that yeah, takes it's its place, you're like, oh, awful. no. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I actually, speaking of convertibles, I saw the first Bronco with a soft top down that I've seen in person and? Uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Does it, it look like a diaper just all kinda, bunched up? It <laughs> kind of looks like it could be an aftermarket. Oops. It looks janky, yeah. Yeah, a little janky. They look fine when they're up. And this this Bronco was red, too. And I don't think they look good in red. Well, I saw a red one with a soft top up today on the, oh, really? on the way over. Maybe it was the same one. It because, yeah, it, it doesn't look great in red. And then the, the soft top, top just doesn't look good up or down. With the top up, it looks the windows fine, are though. all wrinkled. But that's, I mean, it's like any other convertible like that. But the Jeep Wrangler doesn't have that same extent of the horizontal wrinkles. Is the... Is the... Bleh. Wow. Is the back glass glass, or is it also vinyl? On the Bronco, it's glass. I don't know what it is on the Jeep. It might also be vinyl. Which, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But I find it such a weird thing, because it's the side glass in the cargo area of the Bronco, which, if I'm trying to picture looking at the rearview mirror inside of a vehicle... You, you can't see it. Right. It's for turning your head. It's the same with but the... But nobody does that. With the four... Well, okay. They should. <laughs> they should, Yeah, yeah. but nobody does. The, the one that's useless on, the, on any of those, and the same thing with the Forerunner, is the driver's side one right you can't see anything out of it right because it's behind the driver's yeah there's a company actually for the forerunner that makes a replacement panel that replaces the glass the windshield glass and then it's like a gold way patch well that's interesting no it's you can actually reach in if you all the way in oh or you could put like a molly panel behind it and have but reaching in isn't that big of a deal because doesn't your rear window still roll down yeah so but I, i don't know they just make it they make a thing they make a thing. Yeah, but it, it solves the that useless that window is useless. And maybe Southeast and Toyota or Gulf State Toyotas <laughs> putting them on their yeah, forerunners. Right, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah, at any rate, it's interesting. But the Bronco, I love that thing. I don't care what everybody else says. I like the Bronco. I just don't like the soft top. Like the hard top, I think it looks good. But, yeah, but the hard top's the one they had problems with, right? They or did they, at first. I think at they first, corrected it. It was just color issue or something like that? Something like that. I don't think they were leaking. No, the soft up leaks oh, nice. in the wind. Right. In the snow. Oh. Good. Apparently there's there's people posting pictures of their interior snow frosted uh-huh. because it was like fifty mile hour blizzard type <laughs> conditions. And it was blowing up right where the, the hinge point in the top was. Oh right. Which created enough of a gap for the snow to blow in. Well, that sucks. Yeah, Ripley's really pissed off about it right yeah, now. Yeah, he is very annoyed. I I'm gonna let him out and go to the bathroom. You guys keep talking. Do you think he does this when you're not around? No. 
Because that would suck for your neighbors. No, no, he doesn't. I've, but of I've course, asked. we're also talking into super sensitive microphones, so he's probably... If we took these headphones off, would we be able to hear him? You can a little bit, but in all honesty, like... He, you can barely hear him from the street. And I've asked my neighbors, like, he'll whine a little bit if I go out for a walk or run, he'll whine a little bit, and then, like, two minutes, and then he's done. You just tell him to turn the lights on and off from their remote downstairs, and that'll... Yeah. <laughs> no, he's got... I mean, I, I put the cover thing on the crate so that usually he's, like... Yeah. He's, he, I mean, he goes and thing by himself. He's just... He wants to be involved, right? But unfortunately, there's too much stuff in this room that he would eat. Yes. And he's he at the point where everything... Yeah. Right? So... Yeah. He's fine. He's emotional damage. Just give him some peanut butter. Yeah, actually, I'm going to go give him a Kong and see if he calms down. There you he go. Kong's down. <laughs> no? Yeah, go for it. No, no, no. I'm just, that, was, that was a terrible joke. I appreciate it. I, I was I, kudos yeah, for it's calm a, down. It's a dad joke. A dog it's an dad. uncle joke. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Or dog dad. Uncle. Yeah, okay. Well, that's weird. Dog father. People are like, I'm a pet parent. I mean, you have a pet. You are not a parent because you didn't birth the thing. But how, sure. How long till you get the little paw print who rescued you sticker on the back <laughs> of your car? That's a hard never. I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. That is a hard never. There are no. <laughs> you noticed there are no stickers on that car that you can see. Oh man. When it sticks something like under your like oil plug. Oh yeah, no, I wouldn't care about that. But it's it's like all those people that have a billion bumper stickers. I can't oh, stand it. Even on a brand new car. Yeah. Like it doesn't even have plates on it, right. and it's already got stickers on it. Like, were you just waiting for this car to show up to plaster it? It's like holy shit. I actually had a sticker that I was going to put on the back. It's a just a hop. It's like a a, a what? A hop like a, a, like beer, a beer, hop? beer hop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it, that's all it is. It's just a style, like a, a graphic hop um, okay. from a brewery in Portland. And I just was going to put that on the window. I went to put it on. was like, eh, it's kind of dirty. I'll do it after I wash it. Put it in the center console. And that's where it's been ever since. <laughs> Two years later. That's what I do with stickers most of the time, too. Yep. I Collect have, them, plan to put them up. Just never do. Yep. <laughs> or just don't ever put them somewhere and they just sit in a drawer, right? Yeah. And then you're like, why do I have all these stupid stickers? <laughs> yeah. And then you try to figure out stuff to do with them. So you like bomb your water bottle or yeah. whatever, or your laptop or something. I yeah. finally started putting them on my water bottle and on my laptop and stuff. And then you're like, oh, this is kind of cheesy. Do you hand wash your off. water bottle so they can survive? Because otherwise, I think you, if you yeah. put that thing in the dishwasher, the sticker would just go. Mine's sh- not dishwasher safe. It's a insulated. Um, you know, double walled. Oh yeah, I have a bunch of those. I still put them in the dishwasher. I don't think you're supposed to though. <laughs> yeah, I put them on the top rack. I figure it's farther away from the heating element, so it's probably safer. But just out of laziness, because I'm not fitting my hand in the bottom of these. these I bought a waters. brush that goes in there. That just seems like so much work, though. It is. I mean, I I probably only do it every fifth wash. Okay. Most of, I only put water in it most of the time, so I I clean the rim with yeah. you know where, yeah, I, clean where my mouth reach. touches. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> as long as it doesn't smell weird or look, look like there's anything growing in it, right. I call it fine. Yeah, we've. It's amazing. Like over the years, we've amassed quite the collection of like insulated water bottles or whatever you want to call them, like the tumblers. Yeah, it's one of those swag things that you. We have a lot of insulated coffee mugs at this point. Yeah, and like uh, Grayson, like I, I, I want to say it was pre-pandemic, but they suggested the kids bring water because they didn't want. To have to excuse kids to go to the water fountain to get something to drink. Mm. It must have been pandemic related. And so they now said, okay, bring a a water bottle with a with a screw-on cap or something that they can close. Um, so Grayson now has a couple of his own insulated water bottles. And so it, 
we have a shelf in one of the kitchen cupboards that's filled with various sizes of tumblers. Some with screw lids, some with flip top lids, some with the little plastic coffee kind of slider lid things. Yeah. And it's I like have, Tupperware. It's like too many combinations. It's just like, <laughs> mine is the uh, like bicycle water bottles. Oh, yeah, they all fit in the a cage. a ton of those. Just the plastic ones, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but they're, they're all like the super nice ones. And I go to the Zoom Zoom ones. Yeah. I should sell those. My buddy works for for Nike. He works for a company, I guess, that sells to Nike. Like, mm-hmm. So Nike makes their own shoes. But pretty much everything else is licensed apparel or licensed accessories. Yeah. So he makes accessories for Nike. And so one of the projects that he has is water bottles. Okay. So we've got various squeeze sports bottles. Right. Like the, the jugs with the little flip top spigot that hold way too much water and ice. Right. Um, so we've got a bunch of those. Yeah. I just had like a you know, regular moving box full of them. Yeah. And it's at some point you're like, oh, let's get rid of this. I just, I mean, they're just on a, they're in my butler's pantry. Ooh. If so you ever go to a Goodwill or thrift store, there's always a whole bunch of bottles oh. there because oh, really? people, yeah, you just end up collecting them and then you realize your cupboard is just full of bottles you don't use and right. then they, you throw, throw, throw them out. in the Goodwill bag and then that's where they end up. So if yeah. you ever like need another one, just go to Goodwill and buy one for cheap. Yeah. I mean, cause those <laughs> like the, Thermoflask or Hydroflask or whatever, they're not cheap. Hydroflask are expensive. Yeah, that's what I And Yetis. Yeah. Yeah. I I will say the Yeti insulated coffee mug is deemed dishwasher safe. Oh, okay. So that's pretty sweet. Have you tried it out? Oh, yeah. I run it through the dishwasher. Ah. I run everything through the dishwasher, even if it's not safe. It's just like, I got this thing for free. I don't really care. Do you feel the need to wash your dish before you put it in the dishwasher if there's anything that's super like caked onto the dish yeah. yes okay because if i have a hard time removing it with like the scrubbing brush there's no way the dishwasher is going to magically remove yeah, it so I don't, yeah i don't even get how a dishwasher really works magic <laughs> maybe like it just doesn't seem like it should get anything clean well especially because like it, you see the little plastic spinning yeah. sprayer right and then i know what a pressure washer does and that <laughs> Ain't a pressure washer, no. so it's like, yeah. It, well, there's soap involved. Yeah, it. the juice, the the juice you put in there has, makes yeah, a I, difference. I do the little. We we're, we've gotten to the point where everything's in a plastic baggy capsule. Yeah. So the dishwasher soap is a little plastic. You know, you're not supposed to the eat pod. Those. Yeah, a little pod, right? Yeah. So we have, we have the dishwasher pod, and then we have the laundry pod. Yeah, the Tide pods. Remember yeah. that the Tide pod challenge. Yeah. Do you remember that? Oh, I remember. The kids it. were doing that. Yeah, I won. Yes. I beat it. You ate one? No. Oh, you didn't do it. Yeah. Good. Therefore, I, I won. That I is see. winning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, I, I, I know I do personally, but do you guys ever enter like those Instagram contests or social media contests to like win stuff? Not really. Not very often. I really got to want something to, to bother tagging and annoying my friends. Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. But you can, I mean, Ryan's got a couple of profiles, so he can tag his dog in one. Oh, you could just tag people you know. Yeah. Or, or profiles that, that you can control yeah like four of them but Jeanette entered one and, and so she does quite a bit of it and so she tags Grayson and, and I because most of them are just like tag two friends right so yeah. Grayson and I get tagged all the time <laughs> one of these was some weird dog portrait contest okay where the grand prize was a two thousand dollar fur baby pet portrait thing up okay. in like Beverly Hills or something like like that. a photograph like a photograph sure and so they reached out to her and said she won and she's like Oh, cool. And we started looking into it. The The company is J. Elizabeth Portrait, which sounds like it's some bullshit. It sounds like it's just somebody. You go to the website. Yeah. These portraits are the most horrendous thing you have ever seen because what they tout 
is they take a photograph that is digitally painted. And huh? it looks like they used a really shitty what is Photoshop painted? Photoshop filter. And they make it you know like oh, when people take a selfie with like a an Android phone and it makes their skin completely like smooth. Yeah. And it looks really fake. Right. That's what they're doing to these portraits. <clears throat> so she wins this free two thousand dollar pet package yeah. or whatever. So we'll take our dog and pepper and do it. She looks into it and she sees that people have also won, and I guess they do this monthly or whatever. Uh-huh. It's a $2,000 value, and what you end up with is, is maybe like an 11 by 13 print right. on like board. But after they take your pictures and you do this whole photo shoot thing for an hour or whatever, it's like buying a car. They take you into the F&I manager's office. Oh, they try to get you to buy a bunch of They try to get you to else. upgrade yeah. to a larger print, oh, to man. a fancier board. Yeah, zoom in on the faces and look how bad the the auto retouching is, or the 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 hand painted digital retouching. That's weird. It's inconsistent. It looks like shit. It just looks like high school portrait. Yeah, they yeah. Do. The yeah. poses That's are what terrible. The studio is. But, but anyways, so, so you're so, gonna go do this? Oh no, no, no! Uh, Once we started reading into this, we realized it's it's more or less a scam. Basically, it's like a timeshare. Yes. You sit. You have to mm-hmm. sit through this presentation, and they won't take no for an answer. So then they're just trying to nickel and dime you. One of the reviewers is like, "Oh yeah, we we won this free package, and we finally gave in, and we upgraded to the step up for a thousand dollars." No, uh-uh, stop it for a shitty picture. Yeah, no. And so we were like, "Yeah, we're we're turning that down." That sounds. Terrible. But it's the weirdest thing. It's like I think their whole business model. Is to tell people they've won, yeah, to get them into do something right. that they wouldn't do otherwise, right. so they can guilt trip them into spending. So are they bothering you about not doing it? No, no, it was just a one and done thing. But it was just a, the strangest thing where it's like, I never seen something like this where huh. it was just that. That is a, interesting. Yeah, I've never even heard of it. So yeah, don't enter your your dog into some pet portrait contest <laughs> or your cats into a pet portrait contest because they might try to hit you up for. Some real money for some shitty pictures. All right. Well, something that is less shitty. Okay. Have you seen the new Speedmasters that are coming out? The new Legos? Yes. The Speed Champions. They're Speed Champions, yeah. So the Lambo's pretty cool. The, the Lambo's cool. The Ferrari's cool. Yep. The Aston Martin is kind of interesting. It's it's their race. Uh, it's like their F1 car. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's kind of cool. There's a McLaren F1 coming out, too, I think, right? They've teased it. I don't think they've unveiled it, but I don't know if it's part of the Speed Champions. Well, yeah, because it, it looks be like Technics. it might be a bigger yeah, a bigger Technic set, but that was pretty cool. Yeah. Grayson's uh, right now, as we're talking and recording this, Grayson is building his Lego, I want to say it's the creator, the Ford Mustang. Oh, yeah, the big he, one. Yeah, he got that for Christmas, and he, he's finally uh, putting that together. That's cool. And he just texted me about 15 minutes ago, let me know, the, the shifter is in. Oh. He has built the center console, and he has the shifter, and I'm showing Ryan now what the shifter looks like. It look, It's like a basically like a T-handle That's pretty cool. shifter. So he's got that done. But uh, when we were in New York, we went to the Lego store. And it's the weirdest thing, because the Lego store has been in Rockefeller Center for a while, but okay. it was in a completely different spot. Like, stores, I guess, just move around in the center. Did uh, How's... Has their display because no, normally those big Lego stores have some pretty rad they like, had city, some city dope. Uh, what do you call it? the skyline? The one in Chicago has the skyline. This one had a life size uh, Incredible Hulk sitting on a bench that was 
tilted upwards, and you could sit on the bench next to the Incredible Hulk. All right. They had a full-size New York taxi that you can get inside that was built out of, entirely out of Lego. Oh, yeah. This is their new flagship store. That's yes. why it moved. Yes. What is that? That's a taxi. It's a vintage oh, it's the, Lego taxi set. I wondered if the full-size one looked like that. No, it was the... It's a New York cab. New right? York cab, yeah. The, yeah. the bright yellow taxi. Oh, um, you know what they have at that Lego store? They have... Uh, oh, man, there's some... And they also had a the huge... The portrait thing? Yes. So here's Grayson in the in the yellow taxi with oh, uh, wow. Captain America on top. That's awesome. So upstairs, they had a custom minifig left. That's what it is. And now, you can print torsos. Yes. So in the past, you've always been able to build your own minifigs right. by assembling the pre-made parts. Right. Now they're allowing you to customize the torso. You can pick different patterns, designs, or draw your own, right. and they will print it onto the torso. How much was it? Did you do it? It was, so like the build your own uh, minifigs, I think three of them is like 15 bucks. Yeah, something or three like of them is like it's 10 like three bucks. for 12 or something, something like that. that. Yeah, yeah. I think the one minifig is like 15. Mm. I did not do it, and the only reason was is like the 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 salespeople were yeah. super nice and they're like, oh you can personalize them. I'm like oh well what can I personalize it with and he's like oh you go on there and do it I'm like I know I want to see what my options are and he's like no you have to buy the $15 oh, pass got it. then go see it and I was like I want to that's see backwards what... though yes could you return it if you didn't like it probably not no because it's like a weird ticket custom. slip yeah yeah because it's custom even though I didn't make anything <laughs> right because that was the whole thing it's like oh but I also think they kind of missed out on the opportunity. If they would have allowed you to custom print the head of a face where you can pick from... Oh, like hair and expression and eyes or something like that. That's not the hair because that's a plastic piece. But yeah, the well, eyes... facial hair, I mean. Yeah, yeah, facial hair, eye color, nose... I don't... Do they have noses? Maybe not. But like not mouth really. shape or something like that. Right. Then I think I would have been more likely to do it. Right. But since everything except for the shirt or the torso was kind of just standard Lego right, yeah. fare, I was like, eh. That's kind of a bummer. But it was cool that they're doing that now. Right. But I just, I just hope that the next level is the ability to do the face. Right. Because I've seen... There are companies that will do custom ones for you. Yes. Yeah. You can actually upload a photo and right. they'll print your photo onto the minifig head. Right. Which um, is kind of weird. Kind of weird. But yeah. I think if Lego was to do that in-house, I would totally rock a little minifig that looked like me. What Lego does, uh, they do offer portraits. So it's a, it's a, I don't know. It's a grid. It's a grid, right. And they do... Um, Oh man! They sell the the kits for like 150 bucks. Well, so the one at the one at Downtown Disney, they have the thing where you, it takes your picture and it's a little the photo booth. Yeah, exactly. Yes, uh, but it hasn't been open in years for whatever reason. Uh, but now they're doing them. You can order them online, and I think what you do is you upload a photo, uh, and then they put the kit together for you. Yeah, I've I've always thought that was kind of cool, but I've always wondered what it would look like. Well, it's actually only black and white, so it's not like it's you know that great looking. But you could you, there's a, another company that uses Lego pieces and does them in color. I just saw that for the first time in my Instagram feed earlier this morning, and it was like a Valentine's Day gift idea. But I couldn't tell if they were legit Lego bricks or not. There is a company that for sure uses Lego because these ones were like smooth one by one tiles mm. that they were doing like the square tiles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then, I mean, Lego does have all the mosaic art stuff that yeah. they've got. Like, you play with Lego, don't you, Sarah? No. No? Because <laughs> so I've never seen that one picture. Well, maybe it was a present that David got, the, the Saturn rocket. That was someone else's. We hang out with a group of friends for Christmas, and one of them got that. Oh. And so it was a te big team effort putting that together, and so, it was fun. So no Legos in the Coalfield house? None. Really? Yeah. Not even I would cars. figure, like, 
Yeah, because Dave, well. Dave plays Dave with real cars. Would play with real cars, yeah. <laughs> but I figure, you know, on that rainy day thing or something, it's just kind of fun. Like, I enjoy the, it's it's a very, like, methodical process. You know, you're just kind of following instructions step by step, and it's soothing. It is. Yeah. yeah. But there's no rainy days in Southern California, so. Well, we got we got three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had, we used them all a couple weeks ago, but. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's just, a few. Do you guys have any toys in the house? Let me think. Like connects or constructs or uh, erector sets, erector sets, yeah, any sort of building Lincoln mm-hmm. logs, no or bricks, no, just no. full size cars. We have yeah. we have some Hot Wheels and some okay. cor- and Those some are... Coro Q, so they're not yeah. you know you don't put them together, but we do have some toys. Yeah, do you have childhood toys still? My parents have, I think, they almost all, all of my childhood toys. I don't have toys. any of my childhood oh, toys. Most I, of my actually, I take the back. I have some of the Lego sets I had from when I was a kid. Oh, that's cool, but. Yeah, I don't have anything else. Those are worth money, probably. I have an Avenging Narwhal. Oh, and that's a toy? Yeah. Huh, what's that? It's from Archie McPhee's. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's a narwhal with uh, interchangeable animals that you can impale on its Oh, that's kind of fun. <laughs> that's horn. pretty funny. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, got a, I got Janekas. She loves squirrels. I got her uh, a pair of squirrel underpants from Archie McPhee. Oh, okay. I've never heard of it. It's a fantastic store. It's like huh. Seattle-based, and yeah. it's just like off-the-wall like stuff. It's not like Spencer's, but some of it is kind of like that yeah. jokey product, but it's just weird off-the-wall. They have like Sigmund Freud action figure. Oh, okay. And yeah. yeah, like I think in that line there's also um, William Shakespeare and... Yeah, different philosophers, yeah. but action but figures. But action figures, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. I've seen some of the, like, what is it... Um, Obvious plant is an Instagram that yeah. has all the like, it's fake stuff. Like it's that. similar to yeah, that, yeah. but real. Not as irreverent, right? right I right. guess that's interesting. I'll have to check it out. I did not know it existed. So I wrote down, you know, stuff to talk about. Grayson found the piece of paper and decided to write something down that he thought we should talk about. Oh, and oh, it was man. we were driving down the toll road, and yeah. I was getting tailgated by a a, a shitty, somewhat newer Toyota Corolla, so 2010 or newer Corolla. And it was tailgating us, and I'm doing 73-ish, and we're coming under... A, I don't understand why people don't just pass you. Well, yes. Well, because there was somebody in the left lane going about the same speed, so they were just on my ass. Sure. And uh, we're coming up to an uh, overpass, and just past the overha- overpass, there's a car on the shoulder that, at first glance, I thought was a minivan. It's a cop. It was a cop. Yeah. So this guy's tailgating me. The car to my left moves ahead, so then he just kind of zooms right over... Gets past me and cuts me off right by the cop. Uh-huh. And the cop was standing outside of the car. And? Gets into the car, closes the door, and then takes off. And I'm speeding because I'm going 74, sure. 73. And he gets out, gets behind me, and then keeps going farther left and pulls over the guy in this shitty nice. curl up. got some karma. Instant karma is the best. And this was Grayson's first time ever seeing instant karma <laughs> right. happen. And so that's what he uh, wrote you down. You to so talk about that? Let, let me, this is exactly what he wrote. Driving on the highway, getting tailgated by someone in a cheap car, then they cut off someone to the left Police car on the side of the road pulls the driver over, and we continue. <laughs> <laughs> that was his note. Nice. But he was summary. But he was so excited to see it happen. He's like, he's like, because the the cop car gets behind the Corolla, but doesn't light him up right away. Yeah, like there's a 20, 30 seconds. I don't know if he's running a plate through the camera or something, 
but then lights him up and then we cheered. That's pretty yeah, far. Everybody cheers yeah. when that happens. I, uh, when I left for Alaska, I think I told you the story before when I left for Alaska, I picked the dumbest time of the day to leave. Right. So I got stuck and I went the wrong way. So I get stuck in, in traffic on the one one. Yeah. Uh, which is always really fun in the middle of the day. But there's this guy in a uh, van. I think he was in a, a van. And he kept swerving. Like, I'm trying to split lanes, and he kept swerving at me. And I'm like, what the hell oh. are you doing? Yeah. Uh, and so I finally realized that he's on his phone. He's not, like, trying to hit me necessarily. He's just looking he's on at his phone. phone. Yeah. yeah. So I recognized that there was a police officer, a highway patrol officer next to me. Yeah. And I knocked on the window. As you're riding along? We were stopped. Oh, okay. I was I was stuck. Like, they okay. Were, because he was swerving I couldn't get past him right? yeah, yeah. so I knocked on the window of course she was on her phone uh, <laughs> scared her but she looked up and she's like oh and she put the window down I go that dude's on his phone and watch him he keeps swerving and she lit him up it was awesome <laughs> yeah, nice. that is pretty cool yeah it, but it was pretty funny because she was not dude oblivious the cop was oblivious to the world on yeah it, right. it is kind of shitty that the cops get the the hall pass to right. use their smartphones or the devices They've because, got a whole last laptop in the car. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And somehow that's okay. Right. But whatever. But I have seen, it's pretty funny, I've seen motorcycle cops where they'll stop next to somebody like at a light or and whatever. stare at them. And they're staring at him and the person's just on their phone not paying any attention. <clears throat> and of course they get pulled over. Yeah. I can tell pretty easily just even just looking at the car in front of me at a light or in the car behind me at a light. Yeah. And my favorite thing is when they're behind me and I know that they're on their phone. Because you can look at their eyes and see that they're looking down. Right. And you can tell they're not looking at the dash. Right. They're just like the angle's just off. Yep. Right. And accelerating away kind of quietly so they don't notice that I'm gone. <laughs> so that they're the ones holding up traffic for, you know, 15 seconds until yeah. they look up. Man, I I should have I I wasn't really thinking about it, but I should have recorded this this person uh, yesterday that they were on their phone, so they stopped right, but they stopped short, and they stopped short uh-huh. like six car lengths. Oh short. shit! <laughs> yeah, like I have never seen one that bad, and I was just like, "What are you doing?" And the woman was just on her phone, doesn't care. Yeah, it's I I don't get it. And the the one thing that I think it also frustrates me is when I see somebody that's on their phone in the car they're in has CarPlay or Android. Right. It's like a brand new car. Yeah, brand new Mercedes, brand new Audi or something like that. And they're dicking around on their phone. It's like, you know you can be sending text by voice, but it's probably because they're not texting. It's their TikToking or whatever the the shit app is that they're on. And you're just like, They got to send their TikToks, right? Yes. Otherwise, you're not an influencer. Well, aren't you always supposed to post selfies while you're in a car? Yes. Yeah. So I think that's what they're doing. Right. It's pretty wild how many people are on their phones on the freeway if you're just cruising and you know normally you're you watch the road as you're driving but if you look over at more of the people oh, yeah. that you pass them so many of them are like if, just if, holding their phone right there or they're looking down i like the people Ugh. that are doing the hands-free thing and they think it's okay because they're holding their phone like away from their head yeah they're yeah. using like, the speaker phone right. they're yeah right I, it's <laughs> still in your hand Be, like, being on a motorcycle you see a lot of it yeah. Right. I mean, I just, I see it all the time. There's, it's just, it's insane. Like people just don't care. It but is. and also a lot of single carpool people, like hmm. a lot of single oh, occupant that, that vehicles in the carpool. Yeah. yeah, I've seen a lot of that too. Yeah, I've noticed that too, and I, I, I noticed a lot more during the pandemic. I think the assumption was like there's not as many officers on patrol, or the highway isn't. I don't know what, but 
I noticed that more it's yeah. since the start of the pandemic of people being in the car by themselves. And you're like, well, you're not I'll be going home. down the 55, like towards uh, towards Newport, and there's a big section of the carpool lane that's not. Uh, it's just open, right? To right. Go back and forth, and I see people. They use it as a passing lane. They like, dude. It's not open for everybody. It's just if you got two. Yeah. Or well, it's crazy when you're like you're going. You know, you'd be on the bike, and I'll look down, do an 80, and I'm getting past. Like I'm not even going anywhere. Oh yeah. It's people are insane now. And it the, just keeps getting worse. And then I think last year, the highway fatalities jumped up, like, skyrocketed. Oh, really? Yeah. Even though fewer miles are being driven. And so that's quality drivers. Pretty much. Yeah. And, they, and they're just trying to figure out what the reason for it is. Because cars technically are more safer than they have been. Right. And yet we're having more fatalities. And is it is it vehicle to pedestrian is you know what is what's the cause of it? but a lot of it is this distracted driving staring at the phone kind of thing right it's probably uh, intoxicated driving because the quarantine sort of busted open the what time of day is it appropriate to have a drink or get high or whatever it's like well i'm at home i'm just gonna I'm just gonna do my little thing and I don't know, then maybe they were just hopping in the car and be like, well, there's no traffic anyway, so I'll just go Happy hour drive all day. somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then now you have, you know, cars that people think are fully autonomous, so they're getting in their Tesla and they're tipsy and they're like, ah, oh, it's fine, autopilot will get me home. Yeah. It's like, taking a nap. Yeah. Falling asleep in the car. Dude, that's absolutely like, there There was a company that was selling essentially like a tennis ball that you shoved in the, the spoke. spoke of the steering wheel so that it would, when the thing, you know, because you have to touch yeah. the steering wheel, it would negate that. It was a weighted ball or something <laughs> right. that it would wedge in there and, and act And it would as move if, just enough yeah. that it would let Tesla Autopilot just keep going. Yeah, it's, 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 whenever you, like, I've, I've had to deal with this for years. You're, you're building a product that you expect people to use. Right. So you try to fit like a common denominator or you know you for a certain level of understanding and then you are sadly disappointed with how stupid people are <laughs> and how that level has to keep getting lower right. and lower and lower and yet people still can't figure things out and it's not anything complicated like in the Tesla thing, it just keep your hands on the wheel and look forward. That's really all that's being asked of you. Well, no, what's being asked of you is to have responsibility. Well, yeah, nobody has that. And, and that's and that. to not look at TikTok on your phone while you're driving. Right. Yeah. And that's yeah. the big problem. What's What's interesting is is uh, in other countries, the cars have the capability of playing DVD movies. Right. Or while it's moving. Uh, while the car's in right. motion. Or TV tuners while the car's in motion. And in those countries, when the driver gets in an accident, they say, okay, my bad, my fault, I wasn't paying attention. Right. That doesn't fly here in the U.S. because they'd be like, well, it's the company's fault for letting me do that. Right. And right. so, like, that's why when you look at a Windex bottle and it has the warning label, do not spray directly into eyes. Because people go, oh, my eyes are dirty. I got some eyes. Let me spray them with Windex. Yeah, people have no sense of personal responsibility. Right. And at I, all. And I, is that... I, I, I question is is that because of you know people doing that or is it because there's so many attorneys that are eager to sue for any like both yeah it's probably it's got to be the attorneys if there was no positive Outcome. result yeah. right they then they wouldn't do it right yeah it's just the strangest thing but it is kind of disappointing when you look at society and you go we're not going to make it much longer I saw a warning <laughs> label on a bottle of hot sauce hot sauce from Mexico uh huh. That was warning you of the sodium content. <laughs> Not the heat. Just no. the sodium. Yeah. It, apparently, I looked it up. It had something like uh, 10 times your like recommended daily Whoa. dose of sodium or something. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it was that's, pretty gnarly. That's super salty. Yeah. The back of those Instax... 
film the little yeah, mini polaroids yeah, it yeah, says yeah. do not put in mouth yes why because somebody must have <laughs> <sighs> well and that's that's what's funny right? you see a lot of these warnings or signs or whatever like you know it's because of a lawsuit what's the story there had to have been a lawsuit and that's why they have the warning label yeah there's a zoo that i've been to that has a sign that tells you not to race the zebras hmm. so what happened there Somebody, Somebody tripped, tripped. Yeah. running in front of the zebra exhibit, yeah. and then the zebra laughed at him. That's just and crazy. Because zebras are rude. They probably knocked out their front teeth and got a concussion and skinned their knees, and then they sued for damages because the, the zoo, zoo had zebras. Them. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to see a human race a zebra, though. I mean, it wouldn't be very fat. It wouldn't be. Very you fair. could just probably find a human racing a horse on YouTube and pretend yeah. there's stripes. It's yeah. going to be pretty much the probably same the outcome. Same yeah, <laughs> zebras yeah, are rude though. By the way, yeah, zebras are, are jerks. Yes. They are not domesticated. Very, you cannot domesticate them. Very wild animals. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. and everyone has different stripes. Well, like that part I knew. It's like their fingerprint. <laughs> and there was something about the stripes is what helps them. Um, Blend be, less, well, be less appealing to like insect predators and stuff. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I've heard that, but I think that they still aren't sure. Because hmm. I, I think they did an, another yeah, study did where they were like, oh, no, it turns out the same amount of flies landed on them as, I don't know. I don't remember. But flies. I have, I have heard that as well, though. Yeah. Huh. I did not know that. We have zebras in California, if you'd like to see them running through a field by Hearst Castle. Really? Yep. Yeah. Like out in the wild? Yeah. Well, I, they're technically fenced. they're not. Oh, okay. Because I've been by Hearst Castle. I didn't realize there was. You don't always see them. Yeah, okay. they have a yeah. huge territory. Because yeah. we were over in San Simeon, and there's that little, I guess, uh, bay with a the, with a pier. Yeah. And we were out, and we'd stop just to kind of look at the sea lines and stuff. We walked out on the pier, and we actually saw a gray whale beach. Ooh. Or what? Not beach breach. Oh, that oh, that's and, cool. Yeah, the puff yeah, of, yeah. of air, yeah. and like, oh, that was rad. And that was completely unexpected. But that's cool. Zebras, not I did not see those. I, did I tell you about I've seen the, them in the zoo? The sea otter? I don't Maybe. know. The dead one? Yeah. Yes. Oh man, so sad. Yes. Like, it was like a the, it was the mom, mom just holding, holding it. It was like two days. Yeah. Yeah, it was really, really sad. Aww. Yep. Way to bring that back up again, right? Well, hey, you know that's what I'm here for. Did you go to the, <laughs> the elephant seal beach? Yes. That's pretty cool. There. That is pretty cool. Yeah. They're especially when they're like in the water and like Attack, not attacking, but they're like fighting and stuff. It's pretty cool. They're, yeah. they're impressive. We're in the we're right now because we're kind of coming off this New York weekend adventure high of okay, you know what we we survived air airline travel and dealing with the pandemic. And I I do have to say, so since the pandemic started, obviously we spent lots of time in Southern California. We mm-hmm. did the spring break road trip last year to Arizona, right? And then I had to go out to Alabama for work. Seeing how different regions handle the pandemic has been interesting. Mm-hmm. In New York, it was actually quite impressive in the city. Like, everybody was wearing masks. Right. Now, we wore masks outside, not because we were concerned, but it was so damn cold, the masks yeah. kept, kept your you face warm. Yeah. warm. yeah. So that was a perk. But you walked into, like, every building, masks on, and every restaurant carded you. You had to show your vaccination card right. in order to sit down and eat in these restaurants, which... I've never had to do here. And I know, I think LA County, LA County, LA County requires yeah. it. But down here in Orange County, I haven't. Well, a lot of the venues require it too, like if yes. you go to uh, observatory or whatever. And so that was kind of interesting to see there. But what was not so surprising was how closely people looked at the cards. Like, like they didn't. Some looked and asked for ID to match the right. name to the card. Some just wanted you to hold a three inch rectangular white card huh. and they were <laughs> good with it. What about the digital card? 
I didn't have a digital card. I had the picture on my phone, oh. and I showed them, and then they just glanced at it, and they're like, yeah. The, so some of it was going through the motions, yeah. but eh. You can put a digital one in your Apple wallet. Yes, yeah. I have one, and it pulls up a QR card from the California State Oh, mine just shows Department of Health. the words. Does it? I think so. Mine, mine, Let's all compare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mine's, a, mine's a California uh, one, and so that it's it's weird because I, I've pulled it up in the past. And oh, yeah. I mean, mine just shows a QR code, but it also shows the dates of other stuff, the shots. Yeah. yeah. And I got – it doesn't show the booster, but I got the booster. Mine has my booster. Huh. Yeah, yeah I, I got the booster on here, too. I, so if I look at here, it shows all three, and if I click oh, on each so one. Oh, you're in Apple Health. Yeah, yeah. Ah, interesting. And yeah. you can you can add it to the wallet. You yeah, can do yeah, it that yeah. way. Huh. But it, yeah, it, it is kind of interesting. But it was kind of assuring. But so going back to the original topic is, is like, okay, we survived New York. Then now it's like, okay, well, for spring break, are we taking to the air? Are we going somewhere? And so we started looking into it, and we're trying to figure out what we're going to do. And Maui for us has always been like the the let's just there's nothing to plan. Like we've been there enough times. Yeah, we just go. We just go. Yeah. It's getting pretty expensive. Uh, it was not cheap to begin with. Yes, it will. It, that definitely is true. Yeah. But airfare is starting to creep up, and, and perhaps we're planning like a month too late. Are like, they also, though, requiring quarantine still? Because they were super aggressive. They were it. super aggressive about it. So now we're looking at like, okay, well, let's go on a plane. Let's go somewhere with beaches, and it's semi-tropical. So now we're thinking Florida. No, Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. We're a lot of people are going to Mexico. Because one of the things that we were thinking about is, okay, so like the, the renting like an Airbnb condo in, in Maui is like 3500 bucks for like a week, right? Which is, uh, but then you have airfare, so that's 1500 to two grand. So that you're at 5500 bucks. Then you have the super crazy overpriced rental car if you can get one. Yeah, that's the other thing that's hard. My sister, they went to Hawaii and they couldn't get a rental car. They ended up having to do Turo. Right. And, and they then, Turoed a Jeep and hated it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then the food costs. So then we're like, all right, well, so now we're looking at all-inclusive resorts in Mexico. Sure. But the thing is, is usually like when we travel, we like to go places. Yeah, but in Mexico, you don't really leave where you are for multiple reasons. Safety reasons, reasons, right. So we're thinking about if we go, we might split and do like two different resorts in different areas. So like Cozumel and then Cabo San Lucas. I I don't know. But that was just kind of the ideas we're throwing out. But then you wouldn't have to deal with the rental car. You Correct. wouldn't have to deal with the food costs because it's all-inclusive. Right, right, right. And then because it's all-inclusive, we could kick Grace into the curb and he could go play in the kids' club and do his own thing if he wanted to. And we wouldn't have to do everything together. Oh, right. Right? I mean, there's the because it is kind of like in a, in a supervised it's a facility. It's a compound, right? Yeah. So if he wants to go do his own thing independently on the premises, he's safe and fine to do so. So it's not like we have to be together the whole time. Right. Then you get a vacation from, yeah, yeah, yeah. a little yeah. adult vacation too. Because, yeah. like, when we were in New York, uh, we got back to the hotel room. Grayson wanted to hang out and, like, watch videos on his iPad. So we're like, all right, well, we're going to go walk down to the corner bodega. We'll be back, like, in a half hour. Yeah. And it was just <laughs> nice just to be out and free just without yeah, sure. Grayson. Sure. So, you know, we're trying to figure out how to do that. So maybe Mexico. All right. Well, it's a destination, man. Yeah. I want to go to Mexico City, but... Uh, so do I. That won't happen anytime soon. Uh, you don't look so gringo-ish. No, it's not about that. It's just... I, you don't so many drugs? other places. Oh. I've been to Mexico City. Okay. I've been to the airport. And unfortunately... <laughs> well, it's actually a really nice airport and there's good food. But what sucks is because the airport's so far away, 
Uh, my layover was like seven hours. Oh, it still wasn't time enough get, time. Right. By the time you get... Dude, it took me like an hour just to get through customs. I've been to Mexico a bunch of times, but for nothing more than just day trips. Like right. Tijuana day trip right. or Ensenada day trip yep. or as a cruise stop, you get off the boat in Cabo San Lucas and then six hours you're back on the boat. So right. this is kind of a chance to actually spend more time. Yeah. Well, I mean, we live so close to it that it's... You can do that. You right. can day trip into it. And but it is a really cool country. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of great stuff. There's way more to it than Tijuana. <laughs> oh, yeah. for sure. For yeah. sure. Tijuana is not at all the Mexican experience. No. But it's it's kind of like uh, Windsor, Ontario. In To Detroit, Windsor, Ontario is the same as Tijuana is to, Me- to San Diego. Yeah. You know, it's the place when you're 18 years old, yeah, you want to yeah, go yeah. to clubs, you just cross the border. Right. Get your alcohol, get your party on, and then come back to the U.S. Go clubbing. Go clubbing. Yeah. <laughs> Get have somebody <laughs> blow a whistle and pour some whiskey down your throat or some yeah. jungle juice mixed Whatever, mystery beverage. I never went to Tijuana as like a oh this is gonna be a cool Me drinking either. experience. Mm-mm. Nope, I not really my thing. I didn't do it as an eighteen year old, but I think I did it in my early twenties like once or twice. Huh? I mean, but, I've been to Tijuana. Oh yeah. Usually yeah. it's to get through Tijuana. <laughs> On to right. something else. Yeah. Did you go by motorcycle? I've been down by motorcycle. Yeah. yeah. So now it's, it's trying to figure out. Okay, well, where do we want to go in Mexico? Because Tulum. We well, because we were talking about like you know flights. Yeah. Grace is like, oh, how long's the flight? And Jeanette was like, well, it's about five hours, same time as yeah. it would be to Hawaii. And he's like, why? And he's like, well, it's a big ass country. Right. It is a big it's, country, even though it's just you know an hour and a half, two hours south of us. Right. It's a huge country right. if you want to get all the way across it. So and it's like the long way around the globe. Yeah, for sure. So now that's that's I think going to be the homework for the next couple of days is figuring out all right where are we going? Can we do this? It is a noble pursuit. Yes. Is your neighbor showering? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Which, again, we're probably the only ones that can hear it. Yeah. This yeah. is fascinating. These mics pick why, up Why everything. is today like this? That's what I want to know. It's I guess you can Sunday. Kind of the, yeah. Mercury is in retrograde. I don't even know what that means. Me neither. No, I was going to ask. I was like, do you, you follow just, your horoscope? No, no, not at all. But you just blame all anything weird that happens or out of the ordinary on Mercury retrograde. That's oh. that's what I do. Okay. What's the opposite of a retrograde, though? Um, Grade. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like... <laughs> If super grade, <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I have no idea. I don't deal with astrology. You know, astronomy. The astronomy I dabble in. Of disgruntled is gruntled, and we should really use that word more. That's a good I, word. I feel, but yeah. is it a real word? It's a real word. Gruntled. Yeah. I figured it was one of those things where people kind of figured it out because disgruntled is a thing, but I didn't know if gruntled was. Like ir- irregardless versus regardless. Yeah, like they mean right. this. Like irregardless is I don't is that actually a word? Oh, I don't right. think that is a word. word. I think that one's made up. It was gruntle is a word, but only became a word in the 1930s as a back formation from disgruntled. Oh, interesting. So okay. for but the past so, you know 90, 90 years, years right. it's been a real word. Huh. But prior to that, disgruntled was and gruntled wasn't. Okay, that's got a lot more cred than many of the words we have had to invent in the last twenty years. Oh like yeah, twerking. Yep. <laughs> there, there. It is interesting. There are some words that don't have an opposite, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's there's a word. Oh yeah. That's like whatever, disgruntled and gruntled, but there is no like gruntled isn't a word. Yeah, I can't think of that. I can't think I can't of, think of, there of one right now, but there yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. The English language is going to be the hardest thing to learn for uh, like a so foreign speaker. I'm so glad I was 
born a native English speaker, but I wish I was born an accented native English speaker with some like, sophisticated sounding. Like British? Yeah. But British. Or Scottish. I really do enjoy a Scottish accent. I only think of groundskeeper Willie when I think of Scottish accents. I think of Mike Myers. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 that's a good one. <laughs> yep, yelling at, uh, yelling at the kid to get the pants. <laughs> If it's not Scottish, it's crap. Yeah, uh, it's such a good movie. I, wanna, I might have to watch that again. I haven't seen that in a long time. I haven't seen anything with Mike Myers in it in a long time. Like yeah. I love the Austin Powers movie just for the stupid humor in it. Right. Yeah, he's really he's really good at it. I think the last Michael Myers involved thing was that I've seen was been Shrek. <laughs> just because you know Grayson is a kid, yeah, you yeah, watch yeah. the kids' yeah. movies and stuff. But has I he might, done anything? I don't know. Really? I might have Not to. for in- a while. Yeah, it's been a while, right? I might have to introduce Grayson to Austin Powers. And so I married an axe murderer. And so I married an axe murderer. So good. Because he might be about that age. I mean, he's... There'll be some stuff that he won't get, which you'll hope that he doesn't get, but he'll get it later on, and it'll be one of those fun he's movies that he can grow up with. 12 this year, which oh. is just the weirdest thought. Yeah. He like might get some of it then. Soon he's going to be that angsty, moody teenager is voice will start to crack. Are going to have a, um, a teen photo shoot for him? Like when he goes from 12 to 13? Like a, Is that a thing? I don't know. I've seen people have done it. I, I don't think so. I wasn't yeah. planning on you it. You shouldn't because it's weird. Yeah. But right. I've seen that people have done it. Yeah, he's not going to get any of that like bar mitzvah or quinceanera sort of coming of age ceremony. They, they don't really do that in the U.S. for boys. No. Like you might have the super sweet 16 thing, but I don't. No. No, he's not. You don't need any of that. He's getting a job. Yeah. <laughs> get a job and getting out. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, the, the getting out thing. If he if he's I guess ready and can do it, that's fine. But I'm not. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm kidding. punting him to the curb. Yeah. 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 No, that's fine. But things that did get kicked to the curb. Uh, Sega's coin op division. Fifty six years they have pulled out of coin op machines. I but thought that was interesting. I can't even remember the last sega arcade game i've ever played yeah i don't know but i just it was interesting to maybe me. it was a driving game or one of those like right on like jet ski wave race kind yeah of i don't games, i don't know who makes what games there. i haven't been step foot in an arcade in a while actually yeah the, the the last arcade i guess you could say it was either chuck e cheese or dave and busters that's about as close as i get right and i guess there still are like coin op arcade there's a there's some arcade bars too those are fun I did go to one of those in uh, Vegas a number of years ago, and it was like uh, all vintage. Yeah, there's one uh, in downtown Santa Ana. Oh, yeah? That's pretty cool. They've, they've got a lot of pinball machines, but other than that, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know. I just It was interesting. You, you think Sega is just this big company, and they've been arcade forever. Maybe they're just making so much money with the, the Sonic, Sonic yeah, oh, movie. Maybe. I actually saw that movie. Uh, I did not. There's a second one, too, right? Or is that not out yet? That's not out yet. Oh, okay. The movie wasn't terrible. I was surprised. Curious. I mean, that's it was the one where they had to redraw, because, yeah. reanimate the... Yeah, yeah, because it looked ridiculous. Sonic, right? Yeah. 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 And he, he looked and better after they redid ben it. Ben Schwartzman, or whatever his name is. I Sure. He was, but, like, he was on Parks and Rec. I don't okay. think Schwartzman was looking. But yeah, the, the actual movie wasn't terrible. It was it was pretty good. NPH? No. Neil Patrick Harris, isn't he in it? No, He's but the bad guy, right? Jim Carrey's a bad guy. Oh, that's who it is, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, yeah. yeah. And he played a convincing bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, in the video game it's realm. It's such a random thing to make a movie out of. It does seem that Hollywood has no original ideas and is either making sequels for everything or just licensing the dumbest properties to turn them into movies. And you're like, what the f- 
who needs this? Do you they're remember? running out of ideas. I don't think they're running out of it. I think they're just so risk averse. They want to do something that they know already has a built-in audience. They're lazy. Because imagine I'm trying to do like Austin Powers this day and age. Mm. Right? Like it's for some reason. I want them to remake Weekend at Bernie's. I'd watch that. What would be the twist? <laughs> There's Ber- no twist. Bernie's Bernice. It. It's a female. Nah, just remake it. And it's women trying to keep a dead woman alive. Because nah, it's, it's it's such a terrible movie. We did. We introduced that to Grayson. Yeah. Did he like it? I think he wondered why we watched it. I see. But there were so many movies like that in the 80s, like Mannequin. Yeah. Yeah. Mannequin 2. Short Circuit. Hey, hey. There are so many. Short Circuit is a quality (laughs) film. They're great movies, but a lot of them have really bad scenes or Short just circuit total... they painted a guy brown to make him indian yeah, right i know it's so bad like, there's such like the the misappropriation of, of cultural identity and gender and also yeah. just like oh shit you watch a lot of that stuff now it's just like right how right. did i like this but i still like it but how and you're like you're laughing at it you're like oh this isn't yeah that's not okay but it's funny yeah and, you know, we're going gremlins to i want to watch gremlins again we we're... watched that we're getting totally off the rails. That's a Christmas movie. That's it a is a one. Christmas movie. Do you have like an 80s or 90s guilty pleasure, Sarah? Like movie-wise? Like is Roadhouse, when that comes on TV, you have to watch it or something? Or Roadhouse. Um, Patrick Swayze. Man, I, I guess Monty Python. Oh, yeah? I haven't seen Monty Python, Search for the Holy Grail in forever. It's so good. I still talk. I quote from that all the time. Um, it's just a flesh yeah. wound. <laughs> that I quote, but I mean, so I, many quotes from that movie. It's been like twenty years. This, I think I've seen it. Yeah, it's been a long time. Life I'm pretty of, sure it's on Netflix. So, oh. maybe tonight you Do can you, introduce Grayson to Monty Python. We did introduce him to The Princess Bride not too long ago. That's a good, and movie. that was a good one. Mm-hmm. There was that. rumor they were going to remake that. Yes, I heard that one, and, and that's then, just stupid. And then we did watch. I, I actually knew it. The princess watching the Princess Bride made me re- remember that I need to introduce Grayson to Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah, yeah, that one's a good one too. There's a relaunch. I just noticed uh, on one of the streaming services. There's a relaunch of the Fraggles. Not Fraggle Rock. Yep. Not that they've put out uh, or re-released the episodes. They've actually rebooted Fraggle Rock. Wow. Oh. I tried. I think I told you. I tried to watch Fraggle Rock again, and it does not hold up. Yes, you didn't mention that. It was so bad. I've been seeing old photos of Teletubbies production go, oh, really? go around lately. Yeah, like the behind-the-scenes production. Yeah. Oh. Because there God. were people in those weirdo suits, you know, oh, yeah. and right, it, was, right. it was a whole set with the green rolling hills and stuff, and it's just such a bizarre. They've got their head off surreal. and they're smoking or something. Yeah, kind of. That'd and those awesome. those rabbits are like actually giant rabbits. Yes. Right. I don't know a lot about Teletubbies. I never watched it. But yeah, me neither. Yeah, that was that was past my. You were an adult by the time that show came out. Yeah, before. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I there was would be no reason for me to watch it. Although I knew people that were like, no man, it's really good. I'm like, oh, so is it good? I watched something that I was super excited when I saw the trailer for, and I'm kind of bummed that I even wasted my time watching it. Oh no! So it was a trailer for Netflix's Murderville, and. Huh? It's, I think I saw that trailer also. Okay. And the the premise is it's a it's a murder mystery kind of show where everybody knows the script except for the the week's guest. Oh, I feel oh, like yeah, I've yeah. Seen. And, and so Dave started watching it, yeah. And Will Arnett is the detective. Okay. He plays something Seattle is his last name and he drives a shitty orange Dodge Rampage. It's pretty funny like the yeah. the, the car it's casting and everything like that. And Conan O'Brien was the the first the detective in training in this okay. first episode 
It's all improv. It's all improv because Conan has no idea what's going on. Right. And the characters have notes, but I guess sure. they improv around it okay. and stuff. They have like the plot or, you know, what, 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 what the general plot points are Got supposed it. to be. And then, yeah, they just improvise their way through the episode. The episode's okay. about 35 minutes long. I made about 24-ish minutes. And I just At that point, off. you didn't just finish it? I, I couldn't. Yeah. I might try to get back into it, but it's just... Like, you can tell that they start laughing and it's funny, but they cut. And so you don't mm. see them really suffering right, right, right. with, like, trying to hold back the laughter and stuff. And the premise is hilarious, but I don't know if it needs to be a 35-minute long thing. Like, yeah. it could be 15 minutes. You, you know what is funny is, have you, did you watch the behind, or Between Two Ferns? Did you watch the movie? Yes. It's, the outtakes. The outtakes, exactly. It's so freaking funny. Like, a, a lot of that's just... There was one I saw where uh, even Zach Galifianakis, he read the things like, oh my God, I can't believe I just said like Because it's all, like a lot of it's written for him, a lot of the questions. Uh, Obviously they have writers or whatever, but he was just like, oh God, it was pretty freaking funny. That 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 was a good show. It, that had a good run. So Murderville, the trailer looked yeah. hilarious, but the trailer was... so much? Well, the trailer was 30 seconds, so you're laughing in that 30 seconds. Right. I, I watched for 25 minutes and I maybe laughed once. Ooh, that's hard. So yeah. it's like, eh, it, but it's only the first episode, so does it get better? But there's different celebrity guests, yeah. so it's like... Mm. Improv can be hit or miss. Sometimes you, like, you know, even if you go to the improv show right. down at the yeah. comedy club, sometimes you get a, a night where you just laugh the entire time, and sometimes it's not, not yeah, the best. that's true. And I, and I think, it's, you know, shows like Whose Line Is It Anyways has the ability of, of editing. So That they, was a pretty good show, though. That right. was a yeah. funny show. Yeah. But they can get all the best clips and right. cut it down, and that's what makes it the air, and all and those skits that fail are just... Those guys were so good at it. I mean, they were pros. Right. right. And they had a formula true. also. Yep. So true. that I think that probably it made worked. it easier, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so Murderville so far, not so good. Hmm. Maybe I'll try to finish the episode tonight, but hopefully my... I, I want to like it. Yeah, yeah. But, but don't force it. No, but I mean, I'll, I'll waste another half hour doing something else with it on in the background. That's like Nacho. That's what we did. That, that movie, Nacho Libre. <laughs> yeah. I One laugh, that whole film. Yeah, and it, it's, it's sad because you're like, I like the character, I like the, the actor, yeah, yeah. I like the premise, and then you watch it and you're just like... It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I watched, uh, I started, it's called The Legend of Vox Machina. On, uh, it's on Prime. Okay. It's an animated series that takes place, I guess, in the oldie times. And it's like a mixture of magic and really effed up, like, debauchery. And, and it's all animated? Yeah, it's actually pretty good. So like, like, kind of bloody, sort of, a, like an uh, anime style. It's oh, pretty cool. It's actually really good. Yeah. Then, like... <laughs> the opening scene introduces the heroes and they immediately get slaughtered. <laughs> you're like, oh, hey. Yeah, you're like, wait, what the hell's going on? And then it kind of gets develops in. from there. Yeah, yeah, but it's, 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 that was a good one. So I will not watch what you were watching, but I will finish this. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll see how it goes. I'll finish the episode. Maybe I'll start a second one. And if it gets better, I'll let you know. Perfect. Sounds like a plan. And with that, I think we're done. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah. Let's be done. We'll huddle, huddle, break. Your neighbor's done with her shower, so I know, it's so we funny. can be done. It suddenly got really clear in here. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking like they must be female because that was kind of a long shower. Uh, maybe they were cold. It's like seventy-five degrees outside. It is really nice outside. It's nice weather yeah. outside. Let's go outside. Okay, Sarah, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Let's go walk the dog. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> One more week. Okay, bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Ungrown Ups podcast, and for this, we apologize. <laughs>